everybody. Welcome to episode 13-2. That's right, 13-2 of the video game realness. <laughs> the sequel that nobody asked for <laughs> to episode 13. But we're here. But here we are. Here. And yes, anyways, serving up your weekly dose of gaming chit-chat among friends. I'm Delvin, your host, and I'm joined with Cameron. Hello. James. Hello. And back from a two-week stint break, Craig. Yeah, I'm here now. Two-week mat leave. <laughs> yeah, I, I had ass babies. I don't know. Okay, well, oh, ass we didn't have to go there. Is that paternity leave? We're going to go with like, right. food babies, something like, you know. Yeah. You but know, no, ass babies. Given you just gave birth to Greg your had food some, baby. Greg had some bum babies <laughs> and was on uh, daddy leave. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Anyways. Awkward. Ah! Anyways, so tell us what you've been up to for the two weeks that you were away. Well, um, I've been working because you guys have been doing this on Saturdays. And Sorry. unfortunately, it's fine. That was uh, my fault mostly. I know. It's fine. I understand. I can't be here for every single one. Everybody misses one or two. Um, so I was working. And what else have I done? It's just well, you had a random photo shoot that you posted on Facebook. Can you tell uh, us about that and like what okay. sparked that? So, right. So this is well, it got it's it's I don't know. Carl and I had been bother- bothering our roommate Who's Carl? about it. Carl's my roommate. Okay. Um, and his brother Paul also lives with us. His brother Paul um is a photographer. He goes to school for photography, and he bought like a new flash and umbrella. Uh, for his camera um, that he wanted to test out. And he came home at like 9 o'clock one night. And he's like, I have, I have to use this for an assignment. Let's go out in the street. And so first it was just me just like standing around and like jumping in the air and doing like weird stuff. Um, and then Carl came out and I'm like, we should totally do a Street Fighter photo shoot. And we did it. It was amazing. And it was just like us jumping in the air and like me like punching it was just awesome well we'll post photos yes I guess. you'll yeah. see we're, we'll have photos posted in the show notes you'll probably have seen it before you actually click listening to the episode yeah and being like what the hell's going on here who's this guy but yeah. yeah it was epic and fun and uh we just like did it out in the middle of the street and people were like is that goku i'm like no idiots it's broken right well i mean kind of like because you were like yelling and like the way in which you were holding your hand would Oh, in one of them, the one, one where of it's them, like... it looks like you were kind of doing Kamehameha, Kamehameha as opposed to Hadouken, because Hadouken is where your hands are together. That's true. And right. you had your hands apart, so that's why I asked the that's question. That's true, because they, they do a... Who's a big nerd? Me. The wider Wait, no, the but hands, what does he do? The when he does, the like, the super Hadouken, doesn't he yes. do, like, so his, he, his arms are, like... Like, if out. you're thinking, like, Marvel versus Capcom Ryu, yes, he's yeah. kind of like... But no, he still kind of has his hands together, but it's just kind of more exaggerated. This is a really... His palms are just turned up higher, so more... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, force but can be shot from this is within. The most, like detailed, nerdy conversation. It's like, oh, I just and I think he just like crunches his fingers a little bit more. If you take out a protractor, it's exactly seventy-five degrees. Yeah. <laughs> and Goku does his at forty-five, and your hands were at forgree degree angle, so you were more like Goku than you were Ryu. This anyway. was not canon Hadouken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cameron looks terrified. I don't know what's going on, guys. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Oh, oh goodness! And then you also did—you uh, had uh, a picture where you were, were doing like Chung Li, <laughs> or trying what was to. That? Were you doing spinning bird? You kick? were trying yeah. to do like spinning bird kick. No, what was spinning that one? Spinning bird kick. Uh, we'll we'll, I'll, we'll <laughs> post it, but I'm it looked like you were trying to like. It looked like you were trying to do a spin kick. Is it the one where he's like kicking me and I'm like flying backwards? Maybe I don't know. No, it's the I one where you look. It's the one the where moment. you look like an upside down helicopter. 
<laughs> Greg. Spinning bad kick. No, sorry. Anyways, no but your legs were not tanned enough. Wow. That's, I'm <laughs> actually pretty pale. <laughs> you need to get more in muscles general. if you're trying to do Chun Li. I don't know. My muscles look pretty good in those photos. Yeah, I but, saw them, but I was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, wow. Definition. Girl's been working out. Yeah, you know? it's not so much the definition you need for Chun Li. You just need, you know, volume. Yeah. Volume. Lots of volume. Huge legs. Yeah. Thunder thighs. Anyway, so stuff that happened this week. We're only going to be talking about a few things. Well, one thing Because not now. that much stuff actually happened this week. I want to say that, oh, this is going to be a short episode, but it never is. We always say that, and then two hours later, we're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Valve had some stuff to say. So Cameron, tell us all about it. Yeah, Valve had its uh, big annual announcements. I think they do these sort of annually. Semi-annually? Whatever. They decided to do it. <laughs> Three different announcements over the weeks so on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And poor Valve. They just cannot say the number three anymore without the internet. Half-Life 3 confirmed. Spoiler alert, everyone who wasn't paying attention. It's not confirmed. No. So it's very much not confirmed. Yeah. Not even referenced. Yeah, that's true. Was, but the internet thought it was going to oh, yeah. be... But what we did get instead was all pretty interesting. Steam was like, we know what you want us to say, and we're not going to say it. it. Mm -hmm. So on Monday, uh, Valve unveiled Steam OS, which is an operating system, Linux-based, I believe, and free, because it's on Linux, Mm -hmm. uh, that is made solely for video games, with the intention of bringing it to... Like uh, the living room. Mm-hmm. So it's set up to be on a bigger screen and to be able to use a controller, which led into Wednesday's announcement, which w- we all saw coming. It was Steam Boxes, now sort of called Steam Machines. Oh, are they called Steam Machines? Yeah, that was, that's what called? the announcement was, but they didn't really. Well, if I'm, correct me if I'm totally mm-hmm. wrong, but I, I thought what was implied was that it was going to be made by other companies. So mm-hmm. it's like they're. They have a prototype of like what they're testing or whatever, yeah. but other companies. So let's say Samsung decides, yeah. I want to make a, a Steam system, a, mm-hmm. a Steam machine. Yeah. They can, I, I, I don't know how that's being done, but basically yeah. like multiple companies can make a Steam box, much like they make a DVD player or exactly. a VCR. Mm. Or, yeah. or sorry, they don't make those anymore. <laughs> but Data. But the idea. Yeah. So that was all things that people have pretty much predicted. But it's a little strange because I'm not sure what market they're trying to hit with that because the people who are already using Steam could just, you know, hook up an HDMI, get into their TV, and they'll probably use just the OS. And then the people who are, like, would normally buy a console, you buy the console generally because you buy it and you know that for however many years it's going to work with whatever you put on it. Right. But with these different levels from different companies, are some games that come out in, say, five years from now going to still work on, like, that lower-end one mm. that you got from, I don't know. Well, didn't they also say that it was going to be upgradable? True. Much like a PC? True. So it's still kind of confusing yeah. in that aspect because it's like, so I'm buying this box where I can upgrade it. Well, it sounds kind of like a, a computer. I might exactly. as well just buy a computer. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. They, they weren't very clear with the Steam Machine announcement. It was more of a, hey, this is happening. Hey, there's going to be multiple. And there's a beta with 300 people. That's very small. Very garbage. Small. Like, very small. That's, 
And one of the requirements is that you need 10 friends. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you must well, granted, have 10 friends. That would knock out a good chunk of the Steam base. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I just find that funny. You don't have 10 friends on Steam? <laughs> Bye. Sorry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I'm excited for it. I would probably get one just because my computer is sort of on the opposite side of the apartment from where my TV is. So it, it's not easy to mm-hmm. hook it up to HDMI. So if I could stream via Steambox, my better computer might be useful so is it able to, so it is able to stream from yeah that's what it seems like or at least that's what the steam os is built for it's you can stream from another computer onto it if you're on the same network so oh, you could okay. so you could use your more powerful computer and then oh. on the other side of the house have your steam box pick that up so it's totally almost like didn't. a game repeater I, in I, that I, way yeah. okay oh well i totally didn't get that i from... think i think so i I don't know if that was really... You could be completely right. Like I said, yeah. I didn't read very much about it. Mm-hmm. I, I saw, you know, what happened and that it was coming and whatnot. And I read a bit of the headlines. But, yeah, the streaming part, I guess, yeah, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you wouldn't necessarily need to buy a Steam machine then. Yeah, it seems like... Or, you could... sorry, like, the Steam machine is what allows you to stream but also plays the game? Yeah, you. I... Th- I think again they were very loose on the details on their second with the steam announcement sorry steam machine mm-hmm. announcement so you know people are confused but tentatively excited and then the third announcement which again not half-life 3 <laughs> it was the controller which was I, I thought steam os was the most like you could actually see this could be good while the controller was the, oh, this could be good, but it could be really, really bad. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's really kind of exciting. So the thing about this controller, it replaces dual analog sticks with uh, dual trackpads. Like touchpads, so right? Yeah. 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 And <laughs> some of the wording that they used around it was just so full of jargon that I didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, at first glance. At first glance, it looks fucking weird. You look at it and it's like, what, what is the this fuck is this? It's alien look, UFO. It's looking into my soul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Like, like it just has the. D- Turn me on a little bit. I really liked it. And then. There's like just a few buttons, like yeah. So there's on the front, there's the two trackpads where you'll have your thumbs, and then there's four buttons to the side, which is your A B X Y. I don't think that those are going to be used as much as like the A B X Y on most other, just mm-hmm. because you really do have to take your fingers all the way off mm. for both of those. There's also a touchpad in the center that doubles as like a mouse clicker. So okay. if you actually like, you could interesting street, like swipe through it and then actually click and then there's i think six um shoulder buttons wow that's three on each side that's intense very it might be two and then one's underneath yeah i think there's a pinky yeah like a a ring finger button that you like you squeeze yeah Mm -hmm. and then there's one attached to your right eyelid yeah (laughs) (laughs) and when you wink well all of the buttons shoot people that's how you shoot people It's adding a new level of immersiveness because now you have to blink and you're gonna like not be able to fully see, but you have to line it up right. And, and yeah, no, never mind. But no, that's very interesting yeah. to see where it will go, where they take it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to try that. Controller. I want to try me it too. too. Like, what the- I, I want to see how it works. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm excited about seeing something that's different. Yeah, that's the thing, though. There was that like meltdown. There was the internet meltdown. Yeah. I was like, is that half? Which is like the total knuckle dragger, like baseline Steam yeah. based like 
fan so, base, but it's important. I think this is this much is, more is, interesting. It adds another sure. player to the game, right? Yep. Into the console war. So when they told me that, I'm like, good. I'm glad it's on Half Life Three because the same shit. They're like just not banking on what they've been doing for the longest time. Yeah. I so, get to. With what you said, yeah. How do we think that this will affect the console market as it is? So we have the console market as it is now mm-hmm. is your big players, Xbox One and PS4. You have your middleware, which is the Wii U, mm-hmm. and then you have your mobile gaming, um, which is like 3DS, Vita, Shade, and then <laughs> and then you know, and then you have the I put below the tier would be like. Vita. Cell phone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> cell phone gaming. <laughs> That's like bottom tiers. Like cell phone games, so then Vita. Mobile game. <laughs> so if you, if that, and then PC gaming, I'd probably put like on At the, the top, same. Master Race. Come on, bitch. <laughs> yes, yeah, come on. Master Race. Bow down to me. Wow. And my high precision mouse and multiple Have you never buttons. been on the internet? PC Master Race. Hello. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So. With two games for the longest time. Okay. <laughs> That was the most offensive analogy I've ever heard. That was awesome. So you have your PC at the top, your your consoles, your handhelds, and then your mobile gaming. Where does this fit in the hierarchy? I'm gonna say between mobile gaming and and uh, and like console. I would say really like between handheld and console. So like, yeah. would you say it would be like on par with PS4, Xbox One? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't. I haven't. Well, no because idea. this is going to have the the full Steam library. Yeah, yeah, which okay. is great. But and, and it's it's and I from what I understand, it will they won't be dealing with like hard copies of games. It's all yeah, it's software all yeah related or um, download related. It's all digital, right? Yeah. Um, there's no like disc based anything. It's all digital. Yeah, it's got a full library ready to go when it launches. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and then all the new games that are coming out. That's a very good point about it having it, a huge library. Like, yeah, yeah. It like has when you the buy biggest this, library right now. Yeah, when you buy this, it's like here you go. It's got this huge library ready to go. Whereas with consoles that come out, yep. it's a very slow start. Also, considering they have such like an iron grip on the indie market as well, right? Indie yes. games yeah. tend to gravitate towards the Steam store, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, uh, so absolutely, and because and indie games are like what everybody gets excited about these days, a, a lot of the time. Um, and indie games is having a huge like mobile kind of influence. yeah like it's having a huge like upcoming I like it's say. rising fast it's yeah. rising uh, yeah you know because budgets for yeah. big games is just you know that's really now kind of only for the big boys yeah. to make big budget disc based games on a console yep. is for the big boys now and like if you want to make something that is a more a smaller experience like a four or five hour game something like an nes mm-hmm. game or, yeah. or a super nintendo game would have been as that long mm-hmm. you know that's where the indie space is really starting to take off so with that you know i think that the steam box you know depending on how it's marketed depending on how this controller is it could give PS4 and Xbox One a run for its money. Yeah, I, I think so. I yeah. think the marketing nice is going to be the biggest thing. Yep. I know that's <laughs> like, not coming much from me, but yeah. No, I mean, I agree. especially also PC gaming having the, the boom that it is, and mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. I would say, mostly due to Steam. Yeah, yeah Steam has very much helped. Yep. It's, it's like uplifted the PC market, so, you know, most of the big games that are coming out now, they're coming out to PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Except GTA Five tickets. Sweet ass time getting to the PC. Thanks. Now I have to play it on Xbox. And mm-hmm. anyway, sorry. One one other thing that to also consider is consoles are you know released every like four four or five six years depending right you have to invest a large amount of money to start into that space Mm -hmm. with pc you can still play some of the newer stuff you might not be able to play it at the higher graphic settings but then you know you can just upgrade like your video card when you're ready to do it yeah but you can still enjoy those new games that are coming out even if you don't have like the best video card so someone can buy a steam box essentially yeah and have it for as long as they need to. Or they just need to upgrade certain parts yeah. as they need to. So it would be interesting. Sorry. No, go go, I was going to say, so that, that, that really depends on how they and what sort of guidance actually they provide to manufacturers when they're exactly. developing this. Because I was personally going to place it between consoles and PC, actually, on that tiered system that you were talking about yeah. before. So it has the ability to be as powerful as the console. And it will experience, I think, the liberalization that the PC market has. So, for mm-hmm. example, you buy a PC, yeah, you can have Steam you know, on your desktop so you can play games, but then you can also pick any variety of media streamers that you want. You can use any net browser you want, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I think with the Steam OS, you'll see, the very, you'll see a similar thing. You'll see, you know, when you buy a Steam box or you install Steam OS on an existing machine, that you know, when you play games, you have to use the Steam sort of platform. But then other things, if you want to browse the web with the box, then available on the OS is Firefox, Internet Explorer, Chrome, etc. Mm-hmm. Like I'll think of, it'll have that sort of more uh, open edge of it. What you don't get with 360, or, or you don't get with Xbox and PS yeah. right now. You can kind yeah. of make it more a personalized experience. Exactly, yeah. and that's where it'll be sippy too. And what I'm interested to see though is if they do try to standardize any of the hardware. Um, with the Steam boxes, because what the, what the platform does in the software size is it provides a standard, so everybody goes through the same publishing methods, everyone uses the same language pretty much, same, same sales tactics, etc. And that's really helped the market take off. What will be interesting in this case is, to, is if there's a manufacturer who's quote-unquote you know, innovative enough to say, you buy this box now, two years later you go into the store, you buy this piece of thing yep. off the shelf, it's modular, yeah. and you go to your Steam box and it's part A, you pull out part A, you shove in the new part A, sort and now like you're the, like... the um, expansion pack for Nintendo Switch. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just take all the jargon of video cards and, you know, the names, like, oh, did you get an NVVEG 2300? How take much RAM all, do you have? Yeah, take yeah. all that out, turn it into a more simplistic measure, you know, give them ratings, three star, four star, five star ratings, mm-hmm. and then people, if they can go and buy the modular pieces and average out at four and a half stars, then they know what games they, they can, know what play. They can yeah. play. Yeah, yeah. It's like that um, that um, Indiegogo campaign or indie um, campaign uh, for the cell phone. Oh yeah, for the mobile phone. Yeah, yeah. the mobile <laughs> phone like... where you just like pull it apart and you right. like, plug in your your phone. I feel like that's probably a, an up and coming. Kind that of. would be a really good idea. It'd like, be an amazing uh, way. And if and you know if you get to the point where you can have like a Steam booth in a Best Buy or in a Future Shop mm-hmm. or yep. even open like you know uh, a flag store, then people could actively go in and and just. Buy parts, go home, plug them in, and be able to play games two, three, four years down the line. Like that would really revolutionize and change the way we currently play games mm-hmm. and make games. I really hope that's the way they go. Oh I my god, so. that, that could just really, really change. I, that could hurt consoles. It rips the power out of consoles completely. Yeah. like this mm-hmm. sell, this dictated market, right? Because they dictate what the standards are. When and I guess when it's time to buy a new system, exactly. And it's exactly. like, well, you know. From a lot of people, yeah. you know, they're probably very happy with their PS3. 
as it is. Yeah. Right. Yep. But now Sony's saying, no, it's time to buy a new one. And we're not making games for this anymore. Yeah. Well, and you don't even have backwards compatibility. Yeah. yeah. Right? And, um, okay. Yeah. They're still making games for like the next year and a bit, but like, but there's still going to be a cut, but they're day. still saying yeah. we're done with, we're this. all moving on. We're moving on. Yeah. With the Steam one, it's going to be pretty much one, well, it's like, like an operating system, right? Yeah. And then with yeah. that modular system and like having like, that's a, a star rating, for instance. Yeah. So let's say GTA 6 comes out. Yeah, you need like eight valves out of ten. Like, <laughs> like you yeah. valves. No, 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 no. You need eight Half-Life 3 logos <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> It's the only place you're gonna get that. Or game. it's a three, it's a three half life symbol system, and you'll never get to the third one. That's just <laughs> yeah, that's never. It gets to the half. But yeah, like let's say, like you know, you buy this first initial Steam box, yeah. and it is a three star system. They, yeah, yeah. you know, and then down the line, it comes out that it goes all the way up to like six stars. Yeah. in like six years or whatever. You know, GTA 6 comes out and it says, okay, can be played on Steam systems with three stars and up. Yeah, exactly. Anything below three, you know, you need to upgrade or whatever. Right. It won't look as good as on six star, but you can still play it. Right. Because that's what consoles don't allow you to do right now. Like, I have, yeah. I have no problems with us collectively moving forward. I mean, obviously that's needed. But on a PC right now, if I don't want to spend the cash to upgrade, I can still play a new game. Mm -hmm. I just have to play with shitty textures and shitty resolution. But you can still have that but that's experience my choice. with your friends. Exactly. That's my choice. So with the Steam Box, if we can implement that now, it's like you can play Bioshock Infinite. Her, you know, your faces are just going to look kind of messed up. But you but, can still play yeah, it. Yeah, but if you don't have the 250 on hand right now to upgrade, you know, a part, whatever, play it, right? And we haven't mentioned this yet, and I think this is the other huge selling point to this, is Steam sales. Oh, my God. Oh, that's true. Oh. The shit that just, will, oh my God. like, when during Christmas and the random oh summer God. Steam sales that, like, that will change. It will force consoles to change their pricing. Yeah. Because if this system is let's say priced on par or cheaper than like Xbox One PS4 and you can get Grand Theft Auto at like a cheaper price on Steam because it has a random Steam sale mm -hmm. and you know there's all these other this huge library and all this other stuff oh yeah I, I wanted to play Call of Duty 1 but I didn't get a chance to oh it's on sale for 4.99 but if I want to play it on my PS4 on, I have to go buy it. Yeah. For I have to go buy it. Ten bucks yeah. or something. You know, or I have to go buy it like, or buy it used for at least minimum twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I agree. Steam I agree. sale. That's going to be another huge factor. So five dollars. I, I live for f Steam sales. Oh my God. Oh, the best. I still haven't oh gone through half of the games I bought during. I, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's why we don't. Yeah. I don't log on to Steam during Steam sale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 can't. I look at my backlog. It's like, nope, we're nope. not touching Steam. I'm going to go away and take <laughs> a break. Leave it alone and come back next summer or wait till christmas but this is this is huge i think this it, it, is it gonna is. be this is going to really push console gaming to where it needs to go in terms of pricing because yeah. let's face it 59.99 for the a game is fucking expensive it's exorbitant it's absurd it is very expensive especially when i have to go and spend four hundred dollars on the hardware that is a, that is a challenge like yeah that's a lot of money yeah and you know, especially now when you have, you know, mobile gaming, which we're going to be talking about. You have all these other options and experiences that you can reach to. Like, it's going to reach a point where it's going to be like, 
there's going to be pushback when there's these other options. I can get Steam sales and like, you know, what are you offering me, Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo? Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully it'll at least force it'll force people who to make digital versions cheaper. Mm -hmm. So I guess this is my concern with this machine is that. If it's if it can do the things we are saying it can do and we believe it can do, then it, it has the potential to be incredibly disruptive. Yeah. But, incredibly disruptive. But when it's disruptive, a few things happen. Everyone can either adapt or everybody essentially colludes to push back. Because you have to think about it, you know, not only is this gonna impact EA, Ubisoft, like giant publishers who are used to disc based sales and making money that way, but it also has the potential to disrupt our retailers. Best Buy, Future Shop, EB That's Games, true. GameSpot. Yep. And also these rental firms, like even these game disc mm -hmm. rental yep. companies, you know, it interrupts their sales strategy. So when you have this entire segment, like 98.9% of the game industry is built off this existing structure, you have to wonder how easy it is going to be for Valve and Steam to really come in and change the way things work without getting significant pushback. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like what if, what if, I'm not saying this will happen, but what if EA said, you know what? I don't like what you're doing. Fuck that, no yeah. more Bioshocks or whatever on your on your OS. You, if you want to play it on PC, you buy it through Origin. That Done. that's another good point too. And we're going to continue that selling it for sixty nine ninety nine on because you're PS4. selling your shit too cheap, and we think that it's still worth fifty nine. Yeah, and it's cannibalizing our margins on our disc based sales. Mm -hmm. Like, why would I give you that money, right? That's, and well, there's also a huge like cultural kind of experience around um, selling hard copies of games as well too, yeah. right? You know, the hype around launches, lineups, that sort of thing. That they just what people live for yeah. in the gaming world, right? I um, trust people to be resilient that way. I feel like if gamers want to find that sort of community, regardless of whether it's digital or physical, they will okay. continue to find ways to do it. My fear is more like what the business is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, right? when you also how many think, people you lay off. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. we, we have to also remember that, you know, originally Xbox was going to be, Xbox One was going to be like, you know, the... Uh, the digital, well, not only digital, but like you can only play it on one system and stuff like that. I was that. just so, thinking about that. So yeah. it was yeah. kind of same idea. Mm. You can still oh, go yeah. to a store and buy the disc, but right. they were really kind of just wanting you to buy it online. And that's what pushing they were pushing for this. That's what they were pushing of, yeah. for. Right. You know, and then look at the backlash it got. Yeah. And that was not from the businesses, no, that was from the, from the community. Yeah. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny how different a good bit of goodwill goes because you know? people generally generally okay with valve and they say something and they say it in a much better way than microsoft yeah. did they're well, not saying the exact valve same is thing, all about choice they make it sound like it, it's about yeah. your ability to choose yeah. how much money you want to spend <laughs> whereas right. microsoft so is saying like no <laughs> give us nope, 700 dollars nope, nope. and then you have to pay play games this way you well, know that's the difference it's all yeah. in the approach which we yeah. all know that microsoft didn't have the right approach and one of the things that people did talk about um was when Steam announced that the game sharing, like you can like share your game library. Oh yeah, with, with like your family else, and stuff your like family, that. Your family, your friends list or whatever, everyone embraced it. But then when Microsoft did it, everyone was like, you know. You're just flip flopping. Yeah, like it was, it was negative for Microsoft, but everyone embraced it when Steam did it. And then of course, the Microsoft fanboys were like, well, why are you guys okay when Steam does it? But not okay when Microsoft was doing it. To be fair, it made it sound like you couldn't take a disc to your friend's house unless that friend was pre-registered on your console. Yeah, and right. that does not exist in the PC market right now. Yeah. So. Right. Two different, it's exactly, like, two different yeah. markets. You know, PC, <laughs> what Steam is offering is only digital. Yeah. Like, and they're, and they're not saying, um, 
you know, you can't take your game to your friend's house. They're saying, hey, now you can take your game right. that was originally digital and you couldn't share with someone. Right. And now they're giving you the option to share it. Yeah. And I, I mean, ideally, also, I was thinking just right now, I mean, uh, talking about sharing, they need to then, I mean, we're talking about how Microsoft kind of probably was thinking about doing this with their Surface tablet, but to then have Samsung, et cetera, put SteamOS on their tablets and on their mobile phones. Mm -hmm. And then when you buy games on Steam, because you can buy like fucking like Bejeweled on Steam, then that is accessible across all machines on Steam. So mm -hmm. now you really have this sort of, you buy it once, you can use it anywhere. And that can really have a great impact. And then that also way. disrupts like, the the you know the, the Play Store, the App Store, and whatever. Yeah. Because now it's you have Steam OS, and it's like, well, I have all of these mobile games now that I can buy from there. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to go to the App Store anymore, and I'm not going to buy shit from there anymore. Yeah. To, to be fair, though, a little, like to kind of counter that, though, all of the the like mobile game uh, stores, I think, kind of foster more of a like a casual like I'm on the subway. Gamer, yeah. right? Like the puzzle games, like the quick pick me ups. Mm -hmm. It feels like Steam is still going to stick to that hardcore gamer market. Yeah. Like the the stalwart, you know, uh, sit down and play for a couple of hours. Yeah, it depends on how gamer. they how they frame it. So yeah. like, the only other thing I can think of is like, let's say they launch the next, um, I don't know, like freaking uh, give me a game, like Call of Duty or whatever. And cool. when you when you buy Call of Duty on Steam, you get your Steam versions, and then but it also goes on your phone. But when you take your phone on the go, it's another game. It's like a mobile. You do something version. like collect resources and then that helps and improve upgrade your, your guns exactly and then when you're back home so like there's there's this opportunity to expand more. make a mobile game for the hardcore market that actually complements their at-home gameplay yeah well uh, gta is doing that yes yeah, yeah gta is doing it with the uh, ifruit or whatever it is watchdogs yeah. is doing it too watch oh, dogs has it. oh yeah that makes total sense with watchdogs yeah. that game is Based Made on cell for that. Based, yeah there's a tom clancy game that or has already done it like we yeah. are going that way um, it'd just be easier if your OS was consistent across. Have the you board. used the iFruit thing? Up for you? I don't know if it's out for Android now, it's but not. when I, yeah, it. So no, it's not out for Android yet. I haven't um, used it. Don't download it. Apparently, right now, if you see one on there, they're yeah. All there's like a there's a fake that or that was at least on the Play Store. Okay, yeah, I don't. Oh, know. Oh really? I was just yeah. Lord Jesus. I was listening to Lord the, um, Orange Lounge Radio and uh, Loki, the one of the hosts on there, um, is obsessed with Grand Theft Auto Five and. Was talking about the uh, fake apps that are on the Android mm -hmm. marketplace. So stay away. Don't download it. We, Red alert. Did we talk about GTA Five in an episode that I wasn't here? Yeah, last, last week. Was God last week. damn it! I wanted to tell the story about my roommate. Well, we're going to talk about playing later, yeah. so you can talk, you about, can it talk then. about it. Amazing. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Don't worry. Um, I had something I was going to say regarding the Steam box, and now I don't remember. Well, I mean, I, the other thing I was going to be sort of curious about is the thought process and the design process behind that controller. Because mm -hmm. it's basically about transitioning PC gamers onto a yeah. console system. Yeah, yeah because... Like <laughs> and PC gamers love their... Um, the precision of a mouse. Yeah. Yep. Which and is what they're going for with the with trackpad. Those, their yeah. WASD. Yeah. yeah. They um, like that. And their oh, mouse. Yeah. yeah. So how is it going to transition with this controller? Yeah, because yeah, some games, I will say, third per controlling a third-person character, I find, is better... Uh, thumbsticks, same with driving, mm. but then say first a shooting, person, yeah. yeah, first person shooting, you, it's so much better with the mouse. So, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I want to see what happens with that. Yeah. I just want to understand the design behind that, like how they landed on that product. Yeah. So now we know what the their what Valve's announcements were, and you know people were speculating Half Life Three, 
Portal 3. Um, there was another game that, that people were throwing out. Uh, Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead. Insert oh, number right. here. Yeah, I don't remember what number. Oh, my God. Left 4 I think it was at 3. It's at 3 I, I assume. Yeah. They, they <laughs> yeah. never There's get There's something about them and 3s. Something about Valve and, and, and 3 that they seem to be very afraid of the number 3. But <laughs> why does it... We were talking about this before with the um, in the micro consoles uh, mm-hmm. um, thing. Why is it do you think that Valve seems to be just kind of not making games anymore? I don't know. Because they were working on this, I, apparently. I would, I would say because they're so successful at what they're doing right now that they can take the time to not, and then like take. 10 years to make Half-Life 3 and not even bother with any marketing because they're just getting enough money from Steam. Well, they took Steam. almost as long to make Half-Life 2 anyway. That's true. Half-Life like, it took, did take a really long time. It took a long time. Yeah. So they're probably still working on it, but they're just rolling in so much money that they don't need to tease it to get people excited. Yep. Just, oh, yeah. They'll just be yeah. excited They could anyway. just be like, and Half-Life 3 comes out tomorrow, and <gasps> the, yeah. the internet would... Yeah, they would diarrhea everywhere. Yeah. I mean, they know they've always been sort of uh, like in some ways the black sheep. Like they're they're different. They they behave yeah. differently. They're not an EA. They're not an Ubisoft. So they've just elected to go their own way. And as long as they're making money, which Cameron says they are, you know, they they I have the ability to do that. I I like to think they are <laughs> because of the amount of like just all the design stuff. I don't actually have their financials, so yeah, we don't know. So don't if it turns us. out if it turns out they're in the red like super hard. Sorry. If I they get two percent off every fucking Steam game that's bought, I think they're probably I think they're doing okay. decently. Yeah, they're doing yeah, good. yeah. Okay. Well, it will be very interesting to see what happens with the Steam Box, and as it's more developed, we'll be talking about it. Hell yeah! Anyway, we're gonna take a quick break, and when <laughs> what we was come, that? oh. When we come back, we're going to have a discussion about uh, mobile games, cell phone games. Be right back. Go bye. See ya. past two weeks i i told the whole cast to play some mobile games yeah we um, did to just talk about mobile games in general and how it's quite have had a boom and it's mm-hmm. you know this whole new way of playing games but then there's also the other side of it where you know people don't consider mobile gaming real gaming real, real gaming. gaming they don't well, and, yeah. but it makes money so you know and then it goes in also into what we discussed before when we were talking about tails when tails were um announced that they were going to make the, their mobile game oh yeah you know what is really their drive what is the drive behind some of these mobile games That's, yes yeah. so um in some cases in my opinion some some games are there to you know generally be fun and entertaining and then there's the games that are there to be a, a money grab yes yep you know so like what was that one final fantasy atb or what was it 
Uh, the one where you just like mash the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it just... and it was just a bunch of cards or something? No, it's just like a bunch of like, you, you, you get like, yeah. it's a total money grab, but it's nostalgic. So you get units that just pop on the screen and then you just touch them and they attack. And you just like wipe. It's like every unit from like every. From every, final, final yeah, Final, final Fantasy. Yeah. And you just like wipe the screen with your finger and that's all you do is you just rub the screen. And, and you have to like buy. You could buy like extra units and extra levels, and it's yeah. just a complete money grab. Right. It was. It is ATB. It's all the bravest. All the bravest. Final Fantasy, yeah. all the bravest. Oh. Yeah. It was. <laughs> all for 10 the seconds, you're like, this is amazing. And then you're like, wait, I paid $3 for this shit? <laughs> like, this is fucking awful. Yeah. So then that's the other thing, too. So with with general pricing for, for games, you know, there's there's the games that are free, which usually means. Microtransactions, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, the microtransactions, right? And then you have um, the games that are ninety nine cents and may not have anything microtransaction-y at all. And then games that are like higher than ninety nine, yeah. So it's like you have like a whole array of like pricing. So in terms of like mobile gaming, what is like your price point? That's like your cutoff. Oh, I have no cutoff. You have no cutoff. I have no right. cutoff. No, you should see. You should see on my phone the number of like Final Fantasies. I have all of the Final Fantasies. I have like uh, Secret of Mana. I have Lunar Silver Star that. Story. No, like, you have all these games. Have you played through all of them? Finished them? Like, do you? Yep. And like, you're very much enjoy them. So, when yep. would you say you in, you play? your mobile games the most on my commute i have a really long commute to school right for sure and uh, 129 the, the 191 oh, oh my god <laughs> but if anybody knows i take the 191 from kipling station is the worst bus in the world it's worse than a third world country <laughs> so I, say, I think there are some people in developing countries that could argue you might argue with you might have it a little bit harder do you get stopped halfway and people with machetes come on and threaten you for your cash yep <laughs> Um, it's Rexdale. <laughs> <laughs> that is, oh my god, that's awful. Um, yeah, no, I, I I spend a lot of time on. So my you have no cutoff in terms of price limit. It depends. I like sometimes I treat myself like I won't just like willy nilly. It's usually things that have been ported um, that I used to love, like the Final Fantasy fives and the fours and like mm-hmm. that sort of thing that I've played before, and I would love to just play on the go and I will shell out the money for those like the stuff I'm I know that I will love but what about all the other stuff that's oh you know, it's you it's usually like 199 is like your cutoff is for like the stuff that I don't really know about or I haven't played yet and it's like explicitly like it's it's only a mobile game or just mm-hmm. came out as mobile I usually cut it off at like two or three bucks mm-hmm. James um 499 is my cutoff because anything that's above 49 499 I can usually get on my DS and I'd rather buy it on my mm-hmm. DS fair enough good point yeah and Cameron? I don't think I've ever spent more than a dollar. I, again, <laughs> 99 I, cents or I ain't fucking buying it. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have a commute, so mobile gaming is... <laughs> Cameron walks. So, yeah, yeah. so it's, yeah. it's not something you I do a lot. You mobile game and walk. Oh, my God. Do not be one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I will throw your phone in front of a car. I did that once. I did that once with Candy Crush. it was so close i had like i was so close to finishing it and i knew if i turned anyways we'll get there we'll get there i'll tell the story (laughs) but it was and it was yeah and i have a 30 minute commute and and so my cutoff is 4.99 but i have a 30 minute commute yeah so yeah and and you know i mobile game (laughs) i mostly mobile game while i'm at work in between phone calls (laughs) so totally when i'm not supposed to be 
playing cell phone games. You get like a call from your boss like immediately after you finish. Like, um, what do you actually do when you're working? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, they can see. I mean, everyone's allowed to be on their phone. But yeah. I mean, I, my commute is mostly where I would play my, where I play my DS, and then like mobile games is where I is done at work. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> For the most part, I'm I ain't shy about it. I'm just going to tell you the truth. But anyway, so Cameron, tell us what games you've played this week. Uh, I played a game called The Sandbox. It's the first one I tried out. Uh, it's sort of uh, you could similar like uh, make the similarities with Minecraft in that it's you have these different elements, as it were, and you just put them on a in a box and let them do stuff. I don't know. People, it's it's very pixel based. Like each element is a single pixel, and you drop them in. It looks like a really shitty um, MS Paint thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus. And at first, I thought it was kind of neat because you start off with very simple elements. You get dirt, water, and stone, and then you put them together. You put the dirt and water together, it makes mud, and then suddenly you have plants, and then you get the seeds, and then you can make trees, and then you can burn them down, put rocks over top of them, make oil from the charcoal. And it's like, oh, this is really neat. And then after about half an hour, you're just getting into absurd things. Like you put in batteries and you put in light bulbs and you put in heaters. And it's like, oh, you're not really making the elements anymore. You're just putting stuff down. And I don't know. You're just the Chinese now. Yeah. So how much was this game? <laughs> oh, it was, it was free. It's microtransaction based. This is the other thing. To get new elements, you have to spend mana. And you can't get enough mana to buy everything yeah. unless you like log in once a day. <laughs> and so it's do one of those. It's or, yeah. one of those games where it's time based. Yeah. Time it's regeneration. Time. Yeah, it's it's like that in, in a different way. I'm not sure if once you unlock all of the elements, you no longer need to buy stuff. But it's yeah, I just got turned off pretty quick because yeah. again, I, I'm sitting at home playing these games, and I'm like, I would rather be playing something something on. else, yeah. <laughs> yeah. something that doesn't look like this. The other game that I liked quite a bit more, but I was fucking terrible at, was Drop Chord, which is I guess you could kind of call it a rhythm game, but it's more of like a geometric puzzle game mm-hmm. you have a circle mm-hmm. and you put your thumbs on the edge of the circle and it makes a line between your two thumbs and then you have to m- maneuver the line so that you like get these dots like hit them but avoiding the red dots oh. okay and while it's happening it's like flashing lights and it's like club music and it's like whoa 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 so it was like kind of intense but it's like i am really bad at it because i would just spaz out and i think it's a game <laughs> I think it's a game you that's spaz out. I it's shocking. Spaz out. I think it's a game that's more designed for a tablet because I found whenever I was moving in certain ways, I couldn't see it because my hands were covering the. So screen. you're supposed to use like two fingers, yeah. like your index it, fingers on a tablet. And it's meant to, like it I, says uh, put your thumbs on, so you're supposed to use your thumbs. Uh, but I, I was yeah. Now was this a free game? I believe it was free. It might have been a buck. I don't remember off the top of my head now. I thought it was free. It's a dollar. It's a dollar. It's a dollar. Any microtransactions? No. No. So it's a dollar, and here's the game. That's it. That's what I I noticed that a bit more. If it's one dollar, that means that's it, usually. It's like, here's the game. Enjoy it for what it it is. It'll be... It won't be much, but don't worry about anything else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I I thought it was neat. Mm. Is that all? Yeah, that's all. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I cut myself off. And you're done. <laughs> I, I am done. 
James, uh, tell us about your games. Um, I've been playing a few games. The first game I've been playing is Dots, which is, by the way, the new Candy Crush. So you know how there's there's always one bejeweled clone that's out there yeah. right now? Right now it's Dots. It's a very simple game. White background, different color dots. Mm-hmm. You connect the dots and you get points, but there's a certain time limit. So I think it's 60 seconds. You have to get the highest yeah, amount man. of points you can. And it's just about being very reactive. So it's sort of a time waster. You can just space out and play it. So that's the first one I've been playing. How much is dots? Free. And any microtransactions? Yes, but I don't use them. Now, how does it implement microtransactions? Um, you, you purchase items that help you clear dots. So in order to get a really high score, you need the items. So it's not essential? It's not essential, no. no okay. Not for the... Unless you're competitively playing with everybody else on the internet, mm-hmm. um, it's not essential to the game play itself. Okay. Um, the second game I'm playing is called Word Kick, which is kind of... Um, it gives you a four-letter word, and you have to change it into another four-letter word, but one letter at a time. So it's kind of like um, Mastermind, if every, anyone played that when you were a kid. Mm. You yeah. have four colored pegs, and the person with whom you're playing also has four colored pegs, and they put in a certain order and sequence, and then you have to guess that sequence by changing only one peg at a time, and they tell you how many pegs are right or how many pegs are wrong. Hmm. So it's kind of like that. Um, microtransactions exist in this game, but they're implemented as hints. So if you don't know what word to spell next to get to the destination, you hit hint, and it'll tell you which word you're supposed to spell. But there's, that's limited, and that recharges over a couple days. Or if you're really frustrated and you want to win, then you pay, I forget how much it is. I haven't paid, not because I'm super smart, but because I just give up. Yeah. <laughs> Sandbox does the same thing, though, with hints, because there are missions yeah. that you can do where you uh-huh. have to like use elements in a certain way to achieve certain oh, goals. Yeah, yeah. And it'll, if you pay for, if you use mana yeah. to access a hint, it'll be like, batteries, power heaters. Yeah. Wink, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're um, like, oh, I wonder what I'm supposed to do. And then there's actually two more games I've been playing after that. One's called Dumb Ways to Die. Uh, yes, I played oh that. Oh my god, is that based on the song? I don't know. Dumb Ways to Die, the song? Dumb Ways to Die. There's no song in there. But it's like WarioWare, basically. Yeah. Like, it's just really fast mini games where you need to stop someone from dying. I really like that And then game. it goes, and it just goes faster You have to show it to me, because there's, a, there's a, a music video that was released, I can't, maybe, maybe it was Sweden, it's called Dumb Ways to Die, and it was released by, like, a transit commission um, to kind of, like, promote oh! life, like, safety, and it's just, like, a bunch of, like, tiny little stick I characters. So, because then it might be that it, yeah. At the beginning of the of the game, there's you're standing at, tra- at a train station. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and, yeah. like... It, just all this random stuff. So it might be related yeah. to that. Very, this is a show notes moment. We're having a show notes okay. moment. We're going to post the music video. It's actually hilarious. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. Uh, but again, I, don't, I didn't spend any money on that. Is so. there any microtransactions in that? I can't remember. No. It's no. just like free game. Yep. And you just play it until, and you just try to do it as many as you can yep. as quickly as possible. And it gets faster and, and faster. It faster. It's like WarioWare. It's basically yeah. WarioWare for the iPad. That's cool. Yeah. And um, the last game I've been playing is Sonic 1 <laughs> on my Android. <laughs> and I've played that. I paid for that. I paid, I think, like three ninety nine for that. Oh, mm. boy. I played it for like five minutes. Yeah. For beer. And then I gave up. Refund. Uh-oh. I can't. <laughs> I it was know. over the time limit you can refund on Android. Generally speaking, platform games on mobile devices suck. Yes. They're awful. Unless Robot Unicorn. Oh, Robot oh. Unicorn's a running game, though. Yeah, it's Robot Unicorn is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like... more of a Twitch running game than yeah. a platform. Yeah, and also, yeah. I mean, Sonic is so precise. Exactly. And yeah. it's just, oh, I remember, Such I remember a this, this person was watching me play it on the subway, and she, she must have thought I was, like, stupid. Because I was trying to jump up onto this platform, 
and I couldn't do it. I went like two stations. Like yeah. I did it from Bloor to college. <laughs> I was like trying to jump on this thing, and when I jumped on it, I would overshoot it and I hit a spike. Yeah, like it was just a very narrow mm-hmm. platform, and oh. I just kept on dying. So I stopped playing that game. And then, that's a game where the controls are like on a, like a it's like a clear kind of controller yeah. on the screen. Yeah, and you have to touch. yeah. yeah. The lady who's watching you is like this old grin, and she's like, "Even I can do that, you fucking do." Yeah, she like <laughs> she like whips out her game gear and shows me like. But this is how you do it. I, I find uh, games that have like <laughs> the controller on the screen. My first experience with that was playing Street Fighter. Oh God! Which is like probably like in my opinion the worst game possible <laughs> to you, play on mobile. Have you tried Mortal Kombat on mobile? No. Oh, it's horrifying. Like it made me want to throw my phone across the room. <laughs> it, it was it's, the worst it's experience terrible. of my life. Yeah. Like. Now with the street with Street Fighter, they did put like an easy mode option where you right. just like press a button and like now Chung Lee's doing her like ultimate and it's like yeah. Well, now I'm not really playing the game. Now I'm just <laughs> pressing buttons and like stuff is happening. You know, <laughs> it's like, well, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. But then like you try to play it as you're supposed to, and it's like, well, this is this is stupid. This is garbage. Yeah, yeah. I, it was garbage, and I stopped. I stopped playing it. I. I'm gonna get rid of it all on my phone. It's I'm like, just really disappointed. Well, yeah, for three ninety nine. I'm really and I and then I was thinking I should have just bought it on like my freaking DS. Like I should have just bought it on my DS. Yeah, because yeah. it is like three ninety nine on DS. <sighs> Sad face. It tried. Yeah, but dots is fun. Yay dots. So, Greg, your um oh um experiences. Well, I play a lot of mobile games, as you know, because yeah. I have a really long commute. Um, I generally, uh, I generally gravitate towards the, the, like I said, the ports or the longer games. I like, I go crazy when SquareSoft games come out mm-hmm. um, on mobile. Uh, but right now, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to admit I'm playing Candy Crush Saga. As you should be. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. You're just, you're, like, you're, just like, you're like kind of three months behind. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. You're well, way behind. I'm way the... behind. I, I, I held out, and then I, people, I saw people playing it, and I, didn't, I had run out of things to play on my phone. I had just downloaded, um, what is it, uh, Walking Dead 300 Days. Um, oh, the expansion, sequel to... the expansion, yeah. yeah. Um, and I finished that. Um, I had finished Final Fantasy V just before that, and I I couldn't really think of anything I wanted to play that bad. And I was like, fine. And then you go and you look at the top games downloaded. Number yeah. one is Candy, Candy Crush, Crush, Crush Saga. Yeah. Um, and G- it, I can't, I can't stop. I can't stop. It's can't stop, stop won't, won't stop. stop. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot stop, will not stop. Because he is a wrecking ball. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, Candy Crush, um, I'm sure most <laughs> of the, you know our listeners at least played it. I'm getting once. like totally like satellite judged by all of our listeners right now. They're all like, oh. <laughs> now, I tried Candy Crush because I, I had to see what it was all about. I yeah. was like, why is this game so crazy addictive and whatever and i played it and i guess i didn't i didn't like the crack you didn't like it it just didn't grab me like it just feels like you know like a bejeweled game like when you're playing yeah. like the whatevers and those don't really do it for for me personally fair enough and um then do you not like puzzle games Generally? no i like puzzle games i did play some puzzle games which i'm gonna get into yeah but i do like puzzle games but i just did yeah I see. I, I don't. I'm. I'm fully addicted to it. It's absurd how addicted I am. Um, and there are microtransactions because you only get five lives. Yeah, and then um, you can buy like 
more lives and, and candies bonus. or something. Yeah, or... to like break. Yeah, them. the magic candies. You're, you're, you're ma- you, the idea is you're matching candies to like bring achieve certain goals, like bring ingredients down from the top, or like break all the jellies and the thing. Anyways, so this game, um, I don't know specifically, but like the company that makes it, King, King, yeah. Um, what game? I don't really know what games they make. I, I don't know. I haven't even looked. Into I d- it. don't even know, but I'm pretty sure from from what I understand is that this game is what like put, put them, them on, on the top. Yeah. yeah, like and before it was Zynga, who was like yeah. the top of the the food chain for. Oh, was Zynga like cut the rope and those mm, guys? Zynga was words with friends. Uh-huh. Um, uh, drawing, draw something. Uh, and draw farm, something. And Farmville too. Farmville. Do you remember? Farmville. Like everybody. Do you remember like the ten minutes that everyone was playing yes. draw something? Even I was playing it on my tablet. That was crazy. Everybody was playing it, but um, it just this game just like propelled it above Zynga. Yeah, and and hmm. uh, you know that's why now our. Special friend from Microsoft, Don Matrick, is now working there to make things better. Yeah, yeah right. Um, but whatever. <laughs> <Our special laughs> right. Good for him. Um, so the games I was playing, I played um, uh, Book of Heroes, which is a kind of RPG MMO um, on your phone. So you go through and you do quests and you go into dungeons and oh. you know it 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 uh, you know shows your enemies and you have your attacks that you can pick. And they're all uh, have sep- different cast times. So there's a little bit of strategy into how the game's played, because you'll see the enemy bars, ca- the enemy's cast time, and then you have your cast time. So you and then you can defend. You have um, attacks that can interrupt uh, attacks. Mm-hmm. So it's all very kind of skill based in terms of like, okay, I should use this attack now. I should interrupt this. I should attack. Use this attack now. And just like there's a lot of like crowd control and. Uh, implemented into it right um and then there's gear that you can level up and buy you get gold you get uh there's two currencies so there's like you know your silver which you use to buy stuff and then there's like gold shields and here's where your microtransactions uh, come I in. See. Yep. so you can get more premium gear and you can get more energy because you only get a certain amount of energy and every time you go through a dungeon it goes in like waves so um and you have to go through the dungeons to get certain items for your quest uh-huh. so Every wave is one energy. So if you oh. want to keep going, you need to either wait or oh, Jesus. or buy with microtransactions. What was interesting about this game, and I um, some other games do this too, is it gives you ways to, in which to get free shields. Oh, download this game, and we'll give you yeah. promote annoying. us on Facebook. Yeah, That's yeah. Really, like us on Facebook, oh share us on Twitter, and whatever, and we'll give you free whatevers. I don't mind doing that. Those things, though. those are fine. I don't want people knowing I'm playing. Oh, I won't do no, it. On no, no. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's the Facebook problem. Like. I won't do it on Facebook. One. I'll do it on Twitter. I will not do it on Facebook. I haven't even done the Smite Facebook one. Oh, really? yeah. And I love that game. But like doing the download stuff, I'll be like, sure, I'll download and play for two seconds and, and delete it. Delete it. No, get some free shit. I'll <laughs> fucking take it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one that I actually just started playing uh, just a couple days ago was uh, Puzzle Retreat. Um, which is uh, a game where it's a puzzle game and you have like these ice blocks that you have to strategically place into all these different holes. It's yeah. super addictive. Like if you play it for like two seconds, you'll be addicted. Trust me. It's uh, free to download. Um, and the way it works is you get two packs of puzzles. Um, and then if you want to 
get more puzzles, you have to buy them individually for 99 cents. <laughs> so that's basically how that works. So with the overall, with the rise of, of mobile gaming, do you feel that mobile gaming is, I hate to say it, but like a valid form of gaming? Yeah, sure. No. God, no, guys, no. Got to be pussy games. No, no, but yeah, why, sure. well, no, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know what you but mean. But why do you think that like there's such like uh, I guess pushback from like you know the quote unquote hardcore gamer community that views mobile gaming as like oh that's just like well, it's because whatever. I think because uh, for the longest time, and I'm sure we can all relate to this. As like socially outcast nerds, you know, or or, or uh, gaming used to be something that like only kids would do, and mm. if you were like a teenager playing video games or whatever, you were kind of like a basement dweller, right? And we were like, all of us, all all gamer types, like who've been gamers their whole lives, were like stalwart fans, right? And we would we stood by our medium um, the whole time. Um, even when people were kind of like shitting all over us um, and like, oh, you play games, you're such a nerd, right? Uh, and now that we see it becoming such a huge part of pop culture, mm-hmm. and then there are like these kind of like uh, these one off games, these kind of like they're not really, they don't really tell stories, and they don't. I, I think people are just like, well, I liked this stuff like years ago. So they're being a hipster. Yeah, yeah the they're hip- totally being it's, you know, the it's totally fact. hipster mentality for yeah. sure, for sure. And I get like that all the time, mm. right? Particularly when people start talking to me about comic books and they're like, oh my God, I love Superman. And I'm like, all right, we're done. <laughs> Can't continue this conversation. Well, so, so it's kind of like the mentality of like, we don't want these other people playing in our sandbox, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, or or maybe like, I think too, it's like you don't, like you're, you're missing so much. You're not appreciating the history behind like not even the history just what the, what this uh, medium has to offer right there's so much more to it and you're just like sitting on a subway playing candy crush yeah i think it's more so not only are you playing in my sandbox but you're actually ruining the sandbox a little bit yeah. yeah you're like watering it down you're yeah. putting water in my sandbox. you're turning my sandbox into mud <laughs> thanks. yeah thanks <laughs> well yeah I, I, and i guess that's why <laughs> you know a lot of of gamers feel that way in that you know, a lot of developers are, you know, pushing towards, like, wanting to get, like, a mobile game yeah. for things. Yeah. You know, Square releasing uh, game, I can't, games. I can't even. Square is doing this announcement with Docomo, which is a mobile service provider in Japan, next week about Dragon Quest. And I know it's just going to be some, like, busted mobile Dragon Quest. And, hmm. oh, my God, I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I, I guess that's why. But, but in, in Square's defense, they released Final Fantasy Dimensions. And... That was an awesome game. But that was bread. Like, was that like a uh, game from the ground up? It was a it was a ground up game, totally mobile exclusive, and it was lots of fun. It was like harken back to the yeah. old days of like how much down. was was that the one that was like seventeen ninety nine? It was expensive. It was like ten bucks when it came out. Um, oh. But it was, and it, I mean, it wasn't as good as you know, like the Final Fantasy fives and sixes and the fours. Yeah. But it was it was an homage, and I loved the game, and it was fun, and it was good storytelling. So in that respect, I would like I don't want to shit too much on Square because they've released good things. Yeah, you don't have to. Them. I will do it. I'll shit. Fine, I'll, shit all you want. I'll shit all on them personally. Whatever, I hate you. <laughs> As we all know, James will shit on Square. <sighs> he's the drop of a. He's so broken. I used to love them. Yeah, and then thirteen two happened. Thirteen <laughs> happened. Thirteen two, the episode. Hey. <laughs> But um, anyways, um, did anyone else have anything else to say about mobile gaming? I think it's great. I, I I do get like defensive 
when people are like, I love video games. I just play them on my phone. And I'm kind of like, oh, fine. Okay. Yeah. I just, semantics at that point. I just, if, if it would bother me, then I'm like, that's okay. That's like me saying, you like baseball, but football's so much better. It's like, no. Just it's true. I, and I, I, I recognize that in myself. Yeah, and I try and to that, stop yeah. it. But it's like, you're not a fan, though, right? Yeah, and like, we're fans. And I, I know what would upset you, Cameron. If they decided that, hey, mobile gaming and such a growing space, we're going to release Mass Effect on the mobile oh my gaming, Mass Effect but not on consoles. And you don't shoot people How anymore. How would you feel about that? Tell well, the then it wouldn't, be a, it wouldn't be, if they don't shoot at people anymore, they probably wouldn't be the same type of game. It's like, that's fine. I'll go find one that... Yeah, I, I I know what you're trying to get at, but I I, I trying to get a rise out. No, I like I still like with, it doesn't affect what I'm playing right now. And if they go off in a different direction and only do mobile, it's not like the games that I do enjoy are going to go away. Oh like, yeah, those things still exist. Mm. It's, it, yeah, yeah, I know. I understand just, why people I was just get being a bitch. I know. <laughs> I know. Because it's funny. Anyway, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about the the console games that we were playing of the week. Woo woo. Okay, welcome Hello. back. Hello. Hi again. Welcome back. So, as per usual, we are always talking about the games that we were playing of the week. And this week is special because uh, we got together um, and played uh, Rayman and Wonderful 101 together. Um, so we'll be talking about that. Um, but just individualized games that we were playing. Cameron. Yeah. Tell us what you were playing. I need to go quickly because I am... Late for my Dungeon Dragon session, so... <laughs> nerd alert! <laughs> Cameron's having a very nerd day. Yeah, I'm going to go record a podcast and then go play Dungeons and & Dragons and probably play more video games tonight. Amazing. Anyway, Smite later, yeah? Okay. Oh, yeah, we're going to play some Smite. Yeah, I'll come on. Got to get my ISIS on. Um, GTA V. Uh, last week, I sung its praises. I loved it. It was so much fun. And then I got to the torture scene. Oh my god! Oh. That everyone, and I will say I knew it was a thing. I didn't look it up. I, I saw that there was controversy, and I'm like, you know what? I, I can probably handle this. And then it got to it, and I'm not gonna lie, I was crying and very upset. Like, yeah, it was so much worse than I thought it would be. And I only went through it, hoping that afterwards there'd be some sort of moral flip. Where the people who were like you, like it, it reinforces that this was a terrible thing. You should not have done this. I would have been like, okay, I, I felt it. That's fine. Uh, spoiler alert: After you get through the torture scene, there's really no bad re- repercussion for you. 
the, for the people involved, everything goes fine. Oh. For the so, person who was tortured, you basically, as your character, you try and do the good thing because you let him free. You take him to the airport. But no, the guy is pretty fucking broken. He's wearing no clothes. He has no visa. And you, then you just leave him at an airport. And everything's fine. Uh, we've talked about this before, too, right? Like this yeah. whole like shock jock business, like the stabbing someone a thousand times. Yeah, yeah. It, it's... I can't. It's you are doing it and while you're doing it you know what you don't have to because the person you're torturing is telling you anyway but you do it because you're told and yep. here's what i don't understand with these kind That's, of things it's, it's like what does it what does it add to the gameplay like is it is it masculinity yeah i don't, I don't scratching know. It really is. I don't know. I it's guess, just so well, I, surprising because the rest of the game has been very much you do something bad and then you immediately see or very close afterwards see why it was stupid or they're poking fun yeah. or it's a satire. This was this is happening. You're doing this. See, I well, haven't got there yet and I've been told about it and I'm like, oh, well, no. see, here's another issue I also have with this is like, um, you know, OK, we talked about just last week, top selling game. We all know that people under the age of eighteen are playing this game. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. Like I was when I went probably like twelve year olds. When I went, went to go buy it, there was a mom standing in line yeah. for her, her son, like her twelve year old son. Yeah. Uh, to buy Grand Theft yeah. Auto. Yeah, exactly. So here's the thing. It's like, okay, you have twelve between twelve and seventeen year olds playing this and, and going through like these torture whatevers, and then they didn't have like a flip side to say this is bad, this is wrong, yeah. or whatever. It, everything turned out okay. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, uh, the I I understand that you know for me it's like okay if you're a mass selling media inherently you have a sense of responsibility, but yep. I know that's a very like progressive southern urban Ontario perspective <laughs> yeah. on things that yeah. it doesn't extend to many other areas yeah. of the world. But you know, and, and everyone says, well, then it's up to the parent. But you know, there is it is dehumanizing. I mean, that that's essentially it yeah. is an exercise in dehumanization. Sure. Yeah. And it's it's for me like teaching twelve year old kids to not have empathy is is a very exactly. scary. It's thing. like yeah. crime. Yeah. Yeah. It's really. It's very scary. And then the other thing too is that it was yeah. not from what my understanding from what you explained to me is that you know you were trying to get information from this guy. And he tells you anyway. Yeah. So it's not like it was... Integral to the story that it continues. Right. So why was there just not an option to say, skip? Because it was very much... It was yeah. just yeah. an interactive cutscene. There was really no other gameplay aside from, okay, you press the oh. button at certain... Oh, God, I'm getting chills thinking about I, it. It was and like hard. you couldn't even like close your eyes and do it because no. you had to pay attention to like yeah. the timing I of what you were to doing just it. Look away, yeah. but the, it, and and it, it, that's the other thing too. It's like it forced you. It's like you must watch this, yeah. do it, and pay attention and like yeah. pay attention to every detail yeah. of what you're doing. Yeah. The timing. Mm -hmm. it, it just to me seems very sadistic. It's like it's so manipulative. It's like watch this, do this. Pay attention. Pay attention to the timing and yeah. do it again. It's like do that, it again. It's like, it's like um, Clockwork Orange where they yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, you know, they put the eyes, eyes, open. eyes open. And, they, like, and it fucks them up. It fucks them up. Yeah. And, and maybe, That's torture. And maybe Rockstar thought, you know, oh, well, you know, if we make it so terrible, people will feel bad about it. But even if they, even if that was the message, I mean, torture is something people go to international justice courts for. Like, you yeah, get yeah. prosecuted globally. For torture. People are talking about trying to arrest Rumsfeld for waterboarding. Like, you're trivializing yeah. 
the experiences of a lot of people in a video game. Yes. So you can teach some 14-year-old kids a lesson that you think you might be able to teach them. Yeah. It's it's absurd. Like yeah. That's where it gets offensive, you know? Yeah. And it's too bad because, like I said, I love the game. I had so much fun with it, but I, I haven't been able to pick it up since. Like, I tried playing for about an hour after, and I just... Left a bad taste in your mouth. I couldn't, and I yeah. feel... I feel like a bit of a pussy for not being able to get around it. But fuck well, that. No. That was fucking terrible. No, it, hey, fuck no, you, it means you're a human being. Fuck no. you, it means you're a human being. Like like I said to you guys, when I was playing Black, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, I was going through the story mode, which wasn't even like torture or anything, but like the first person. The first person experience and like just the way the story was just, it was just like, ugh. So I want to play the devil's advocate and just so we can articulate. For sure. I just want to be able to articulate this um, because it's something I think of like, how do we rationalize though the difference between um, that like really intense um, kind of interactive experience that like makes you feel really shitty things and while doing Mm -hmm. really things, how do we rationalize it? I guess, but all the things that we do anyways in video games, steal cars, you know, have sex with hookers, um, and then beat them with baseball bats. But what's the, what's the line though? I I just want to articulate it. That's the thing. What is the line? Whenever I heard about the controversy and I was like, okay, well you're going to go shoot a hooker anyway. I mean, how is this any worse? But I got to say, once you actually do that scene, I, 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 I don't know why that hit me harder than and some of the other that's stuff I, that you do. I agree with you. I totally yeah. agree with you. I'm just saying, like, how are we rationalizing I, that yeah. line in our heads, right? Like, mm. what, why is that worse than all these other things, right? And because God knows I've played GTA Five, and the first fucking thing I did when I got in a car was had sex with a hooker, kicked her out of my car, and beat her up with a baseball bat, <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> But there's okay. There's and a, I'm laughing, right? I'm laughing. But there's an absurdity to that. Right. Yeah. There's like an inherent absurdity, absurd. right? Like you can't do yeah. that in real life. It's like um, it's like uh, what's it called? It's like an embellishment or like um, what 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 am I trying to say? It's uh, an exaggeration. Yeah, it's yeah. all sarcasm, right? Yeah. Those exactly. parts are it it's, so far, it's sarcasm, right? but you know the one on one like. We we are we are not at a point collectively yet where we can be sarcastic about torture. No, yeah. no, no. That's and right. and that's just what it is, you know. Yeah, running around, stealing a car, and picking up a hooker, and then having sex with her, and then kick her out of the car. Oh, so funny, beat her with a bat. It's an exaggeration. It's right? an exaggeration. Yeah. It's yeah. A, no, for sure. Exaggeration. I, I, that's I just I find that interesting, and that's kind of like that's I'm in I'm in media, right? right. Like I, I yeah. study media, and this is what I find so interesting is where do we draw these lines, and why do we draw these lines? Yeah. And I like I said, I totally agree with everything we said, but I'm just like, uh, but yeah. Yeah. where does that line sure. come from? And quite frankly, you know, for some people, even beating up hookers is, is a line they don't want to cross. Because yeah. right. like, sexual abuse no, of sex workers is, is huge. Game, it's, it's, yeah. it's a big problem. I think, you know, can you play that game without ever, I don't know, you can tell me, can you play that game without ever beating up a hooker? Yeah, I've oh, yeah, for I sure. had to, yeah. Right. Well, you right. run over a lot of people, though. You just, you, I mean, you yeah, can I'm try not to run over but people. But it, it's not yeah. like there's someone at the top being like, you need to beat up a hooker, and if you don't beat up a hooker, you're a fucking pussy. Like, that doesn't <laughs> there, exist. There whereas, that whereas with this torture scene, like, there's someone actively, like, telling yeah. you to do it. But, like, at, at, but at the same time in the beginning, right, like, you're robbing a bank, and you are forced to kill cops. Yeah. That's true. There was that that was another point for me that I had forgotten about, but that actually bothered me as well, right? In like, the opening. I don't feel like a good guy, right? But I think that's Trevor, right? That's the third character that you get. Yeah, th- yeah, you're playing as Trevor. You're playing as Trevor point, and you're supposed which, to hate him, right? Yeah. You're supposed to hate playing him. And he's again, a terrible, Trevor terrible is the person. one doing the torture and you're supposed to hate the guy, but it's still it's me that's doing it and it's just ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry, but I do have to head out. It's been it's been fun, guys. 
<laughs> on that high note. On that high note. Bye, Cameron. Farewell, life oracle. May your spells <laughs> dance across the land for ages to come. Yeah. Well, anyway, bye. I will say, uh, in terms of Wonderful 101 and Rayman, because I do want to actually say Wonderful 101, super cool little game. Fuck the camera. Yeah. Fuck the I don't know what's going on. And Rayman's great. I'm terrible at it. I'm terrible at platformers. People should know that by now. <laughs> anyway, bye. Bye, bye Cameron. Cameron. Oh, well. So, fuck that bitch. We'll uh, continue on with our discussion. So, sure. uh, just to expand a little bit on on what we were saying about GTA Five, right? Because, like, it's hard to go back from that kind of like heavy note, right? But I played it a little bit, and I ex- went through the first part of the story, and then I got to like the mayhem part where you don't actually have to do anything; you can just run around and fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. But I remember <laughs> I stopped playing because I got bored of the mayhem, and I was doing homework, and my roommate started playing it, Paul. Um, and I was like typing away, and I looked up over the computer, and I just saw him with his legs up. And the only thing I saw were the character's hands with dollar bills, and he was <laughs> making it rain for a stripper. <laughs> so <laughs> crazy! The strippers, like, it was a first-person view, and he was just like, it was like press B to make it rain. I was like, that's an option. Oh my god! Because like, there is funny stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, right? I was like, this is what I'm watching right now. Yeah. I can't believe this is happening. Not yeah. that I think that's morally reprehensible, um, but it was. Yeah. Just kind of absurd. Yeah, it is a strange game. Everybody draws their lines in very different places with that game. Yep. Like many people, I think Michael Michael was talking about last week. Um, he didn't want to buy it or play it. Period. Really? He's just yeah. Because it offended him so. Well, not only that, but you know, he was you know his his idea was that you know in that game there is not one single strong powerful female character, and that in Tr- this true. day and age, after all the other games that have been able to mm-hmm. do that, it's no longer acceptable that you know. That's you know. actually a really good point. I and I'm totally like parallel with him on that because yeah. there isn't, there isn't. Right. All of the main characters are like vapid, like 16 year old daughters and like cracked out hookers running a pickup business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's, and you know, and it's just uh, with that too. With the, this game is marketed to Bros. the to bros yeah that's just <laughs> in a nutshell it's so you know that's like what the 16 to even though the, the game's supposed to be 17 plus we, yeah we know that it is still being marketed towards the 12 to 16 year olds yeah you know what it reminds me of i have to be honest with you fight club because yeah. if you the, the, like like gta there, there's a perspective you can take on gta where it is a complete sort of really moral commentary on American, you know, right. It's almost like self-referential. And yeah, it's like yeah. it's like this is how absurd the glamorization of, you know, gangster culture, et cetera, is. Yep. Like how Fight Club, if you watch Fight Club, there's, you know, a dark like a deeper sort of philosophical meaning. But both those things you get this bro market that watches the they watch Fight Club because they like watching people punch each other in the face. They're like, Fight Club's so yeah. fucking awesome. I love Fight Club. UFC. I'm gonna have my own Fight Club. I'm gonna punch my friends. Yeah. And same thing with GTA. You got a bunch of bros that play it because they want to beat up a fucking hooker and they don't care. It's and like so it's totally no. I oh, sorry, I, I cut you off. I didn't no, no, no. I'm just curious as to like I I I always want to talk to these developers. You want to talk to a bro? No, I want to like talk to like Rockstar and be like, okay, the creative director. It's like, do you, okay, so do you? you really think that first of all you're doing deep commentary with this game and second of all how do you feel about this being received completely differently and completely superficially yeah. by 90% of your If in fact that your, inte- your yeah, intent your intent yeah, is yeah, to know. make social commentary Yeah, right? I would just be interested to see how an artist would feel about that. I have I don't have the faith 
that whoever <laughs> the creative director at Rockstar was like, no, this is just my really deep anal- analysis of the way we see violence in the yeah, world. Yeah, no, I don't. And think... I just think it's like really important that we keep these things. Yeah. No, he's not gonna. Like, I don't think so. I mean, maybe I'm not giving him enough credit. Maybe, maybe. Maybe I don't know. I sorry, it just reminded me of Fight Club right then and there because I watched Fight Club the first time and I was like, okay, I can see. And I was talking about the constraints put on us by society and how you know we don't have any place to vent it. Yeah. And then I watch other people and on the internet or even some of my friends talk about Fight Club and they're like, I love that part in Fight Club where they fight each other. It's like, no, they go. They go like this. They like cover their half cover their mouths. And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, that's not the point. That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> You're, You're missing, missing the fun. story. Yeah. Yeah. Point. You inbred. That's like, what there was. Like, I never got the ending, but I loved everything else. It's like, no, you didn't yeah. get it. I love when the buildings blew up. That's cool. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, like. You know, Grand Theft Auto is, is marketed towards that bro market. Yeah. You know, like I said last week, um, you know, all the bros at work, they all... They all love it. Jerking off over it. Seriously. Well, okay, have you guys, you know, like the Awesome series, the Awesome cartoons? On, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where they're, they do, do awesome spoofs of various video games. It reminds me of the one that they did over Halo, where they're like emulating two Halo fans, where they come home and they're like, Halo, fucking awesome. And they're like jerking off onto their controllers and they smash like the game with their dicks and like <laughs> into like a fine powder and snort it. This happens in the cartoon. <laughs> we're having it. That's really good. <laughs> Show motherfucking no. But that's like, literally, that's like exactly how this thing happens. And it totally is like, you know, it, it it's very. <laughs> they beat the controller and snorted. No, the off. game, the oh, CD, the game, with their this. dicks, with their fucking huge erections that burst out of their pants while they're playing it, and they snort it like cocaine. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, fly, like screaming. Yeah, it's I don't the know. Best. It's the, but that's what it like. That's kind of how I picture these like super bros. In my head, when they're yeah. like playing GTA and Halo and that I mean, sort of thing. I've always want. I wanted to pick up GTA Five, but I actually saw the torture scene on Reddit because I oh. just had to. And then I and then I don't want to buy. It. I don't want to buy it anymore. And you know yeah, what? I it. You can call me an elitist or whatever. I'll own it. I'm a fucking elitist. <laughs> if being a fucking elitist means I have empathy for the people I torture and can't torture them, then so be it. That would be your your housewives intro. Yeah. I'm a fucking elitist and, and I own it. Yeah. Well, totally. If that's what being an elitist means. But no, I don't. I don't think it makes you an elitist. If like you, if something makes you uncomfortable, like why should you buy a game and and put yourself through that? And why and like, shouldn't you talk about it? And yeah, right? you know, yeah. and and it. I think we as gays maybe have a different perspective. I agree. On, I agree. On I agree. This game specifically, you know, it's clearly a game that is not marketed towards. Not us, for me, yeah. Like at all, like this. No gays were considered when making this game. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> like, no gays were harmed or considered in yeah. the making of this game. No, really. Like, yeah. and, and it wasn't marketed towards us. And you know, maybe as a gay uh, audience, I, you know, I, I would definitely love to hear from our listeners on what the, how they feel as gays who play this game. Absolutely. Like, yeah. do. You know, were they bothered by the torture scene? Um, like, how do they feel about the game in general? I mean, yeah. you know, you're you're obviously going to have people that are going to be able to just kind of just move it aside and still enjoy the game for what it is. Yeah. And but you're also going to have the other side, like Cameron, Michael, and now yeah. yourself, James, that are like, you know what? No, not going to yeah, play. Yeah, it. it's just it, it, yeah, it, nah. 
makes me feel gross. Yeah, if it makes you feel unsettled inside, then obviously you're going to be like, you know what? No. I didn't even know about the torture scene before I bought the game. I just went and bought it. A lot of people did. A lot of yeah, people I just did. went and bought it. Well, the, and then I've been hearing more and more about it. And now that Cameron's told me like in detail about it, I'm but like, But now Rockstar's oh. just like, haha, gotcha. Don't give a fuck. Right? Yeah. They got your 60 bucks. They got your 60 bucks. But here's the thing. Cameron was really excited for GTA Online, 5 Online last week. You can right. go back and listen to it. He was like, I can't wait to see the online system. But now because of an event like that, he's turned off completely he, he doesn't even want to put the disc back yep. in really i'm really curious to you know also hear if uh, other people how like when you were saw it on reddit yeah um what were the what was the general it was don't be so sensitive yeah really? that's what i'm worried if that's the general consensus. Yeah. was that was that the gamers reddit or yeah was it, yeah yeah and everybody was like don't, don't be so sensitive really or it's like you don't have to play this if you don't oh, want to like it's all my nose. it is that it, it's that response that's very prevalent now right like you can't come out and say something is wrong or or that someone needs to take responsibility for this without saying well if you don't like it why are you even playing it uh, well and the, the other thing though is gamers in general not gamers yeah. but gamers in general are very defensive of any sort of criticism of their like that's their knee-jerk reaction is to defend their form of expression well also gta right? 5 is it's been like game of the generation 10 years coming Ten now absolutely right? yeah it's so like they, million they're dollars. automatic defense mode. you know what no freaking review gave it less than 10 out of 10 talked about this though nope. no, no reviewer right. was like you know what it was great and there was this one 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 scene that made me really really uncomfortable because they yeah and and nobody I holds it accountable but well uh, this is another subject though I think, I mean, you don't want to give away spoilers, number one, but I don't trust game reviews uh-huh. because I think that a lot of game journalism sites that or review sites are uh, are given monetary incentive. Oh, to yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I was just going to touch on that. Yeah. And I was going to say that... We can talk about that in a sh- different show, I think. But. Yeah, but there was a um, embargo for reviews on this game that they, you couldn't release a review until, like... Um, 24 hours before the game was to come out. Mm. So you couldn't talk about it. And I'm pretty... If they put an embargo to say you couldn't review it, I'm going to even go further and say, don't talk about the torture scene. Yeah. I For sure. Yeah. Let people... I, I want you to hype this game. You know, here's a monetary incentive. Absolutely. If, if you give it such and such a score... And also, if you don't talk about the torture scene, or, or they probably just said, you know, do not talk about the torture scene. Yeah. Um, and then... Or they're even at a place with this because it's such a big blockbuster. You do not get to review this game yeah. unless you follow, unless these, you rules. follow these rules. Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody, like IGN, loses traffic. You know, everyone goes to Joystick instead or whatever. Like, yeah, people exactly. will do this. It's so sad. And, you know, I, I don't mind surprises. But, like, for me, happy surprises are like, oh, look... Did you know in Mario Galaxy 2, there's a cloud suit? Oh my god, that's cute. That's amazing. Not like Yoshi at yeah, this level. Not like I'm, suck- I'm suddenly fucking like stripping this man and embarrassing him and degrading his moral, per- like his, his his personality and his, his constitution. You're like clapping, like, yeah! Yeah, and then like leaving this him in an fun. airport, like yeah. naked and broken. Like, that's so, horrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. If you, you know, you can experience that in real life if you really want. Just become a drug mule. Yeah. Guarantee you in a couple Hiding weeks. Hiding bags of cocaine up your asshole. Yeah. 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 I would actually just finish watching all of... Uh, Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Oh, God, perfect. Um, my last thought on yeah. that game journalism thing, though. The, I always think of Final Fantasy thirteen when I... When <laughs> I know, I'm sorry to like go back on this, but I read lots of reviews, and I was worried. I was worried about the action, like the action um, co- um, kind of element of, of combat. Yeah. And I started reading the reviews, and the reviews were giving it 8.5 giving it 9, giving it 9.5. And when I played the game, I'm like, this is not 
worth that grade. Yeah. This is not. And that was the moment. That was the moment when I stopped well, you, and realized, trusting, when I stopped trusting game journalism. That's when I stopped. I, I would say game journalism, like the major outlets. Yeah, like whole, mainstream. For, sure. but for the most part, then, not always. Not always. Not always, but. But, and, 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 um. I, for like the big blockbuster titles, I think I, I think a lot of that does happen, yeah. and I don't. And then, and I maybe I'm biased, but I don't see that happening with Nintendo games. Um, yeah, because of the amount of like shade that's thrown. Exactly. Well, it's also not. It's, yeah, sorry. and I think I touched on this a little bit last week, but Gamespot as a website. Oh yeah, I don't know what it is with the with that site with the people that work there. But they are so anti Nintendo, and like Nintendo does no wrong though. It's a masculinity thing, and, but they it's just a, and they don't hide it. It's like it's a, you know, <laughs> Skyward Sword was the one that pissed me off, um, and Twilight Princess too. You know, it's like the general consensus, and and I know everything is opinion based. I know that, but it's like they gave it like such a low score, like underneath the curve. It's like yeah. It was like we're giving it a seven or, or whatever they gave it. I can't remember. And it was just like, really? It was it really that bad? Well, and they'd also be like, oh, I played it for thirty minutes and I didn't like the controls. You, so yeah, seven out of ten. That's the other thing too. It's like <laughs> okay, I'm like shaking my head and rolling my eyes so but yeah, it, intensely. The, it's, yeah, it's stuff like that, you know. And then yeah. they'll then they'll do a review on of like Call of Duty and be like, I played this game for like twenty hours. I fucking loved it. Ten out of ten. You know, it's just it's such a huge. I want to talk about game journalism. I really, I think we should do this for another. We could show. probably do a yeah. and, do an episode. I mean, we that. have a game journalist on the show. Yeah. Michael would have yeah. a huge. Yeah. you know, he'll have a lot of insight on this. So. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. We'll definitely um, bring that up again. Yeah. Moving on, another <laughs> conversation. No, it's true. I mean, it, it's just like every time a game like this is re- it, it is released, and you know, there's a hot topic. It's just, it's sort of that constant reminder of no matter how far our technology has come in terms of gaming. That this mentality has social precedent me- kind of the mentality has not evolved. No, never will whatsoever. Like no. all the innovation is in the tech. Yep. There is no social innovation, if we, if you will, within within the gaming it's community. It's hard to push that envelope. No, it's still yeah. so freaking tribal. Well, Bioware does it. Bethesda does it. Like relatively but it's hard. What? It's hard. Oh, for sure. And then you get backlash, right? Because the, because yeah. the gaming community is so vehemently opposed to change. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's like, last thing you need is like torture scenes becoming the rite of passage for everybody. Yeah, well, like, every yeah. gaming developer, you're not a real game developer until you force us through a torture scene. Well, yeah, yeah. that's the thing, too. Like, <laughs> sorry. I, I, I'd rather I they snort some cocaine. I know <laughs> we're, we're beating a, a dead horse with this, but like, you know, yeah. with how much the game sold... You know, other developers are going to look at to see what is it that they did in yeah. this game and, that made impl- it good. and made it good mm-hmm. to implement it into other games. That happens with every game. Yeah, they look at what yeah. was de- they look at games that have done well, that have sold well, what they did, and what they can emulate in their own game. Yeah. It's I would hate to see this torture thing because we've it's been another game become a standard. It's becoming more of a like. Lately, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the Star Wars had one, World of Warcraft had one, the game that Cameron said he was playing where he was like stabbing the guy multiple yeah, yeah, times. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, well, here's the thing though. Like, I'm, I don't, I mean, we're, we're totally throwing like a GTA 5 Shade Pride right now. It's a great, but it's a good game. It's it a is good game. so fun. I know. And it's I, so I don't, fun. I don't mean to be like uh, at all Shade Parade at all, but I'm just 
you know, talking about... It's more the culture's response to it. Exactly. Right? As opposed to Which is alarming. It's so alarming. Even if it was a critical discussion about, like, okay, let's interview a rock star now and ask them what, you know, they knew was visceral, why put it in, and then have a discussion about that. It's either A, it was ignored, B, it was embargoed, or C, no one wants to talk about it. Yeah. And treats it like it's normal. That's not normal. That's not normal, guys. <laughs> That's not, not normal. okay. It's not okay. Uh, and to go back to, and actually, so... You know what started this, though? The started this trend was that scene in what I think, this is my opinion, yeah. uh, in Call of Duty Modern Warfare when you're escaping the city as it's nuked. Oh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Is it Modern Warfare? And you're in the helicopter and the it helicopter crashes I, I and you have to like crawl out of that and you're like, oh, dying. yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that wasn't, that was like, that was an effective storytelling piece. It was like, it was an, uh, 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 like an experience experiment in tragedy yeah. right like this is really sad and war is really awful yeah. and this is what happens to people right and then everybody was like holy shit this makes me feel like gut-wrenching like this is why war is terrible this is why war is terrible but then they went on they're like let's graduate from that and make the player do something really uh, awful. yeah the airport, and the airport scene. scene in call of duty modern warfare 2 <laughs> like, right and then it was like okay this is really awful and it was a like I'm I'm kind of like in the middle ground on that one. It was like it was awful and I couldn't get through it because I tried to not you have you have to shoot people, right? But the idea is like you're in this shitty situation where you're like undercover and if you don't do something they're going to kill you, right? And I was like that's almost a good story to but it's just been like escalating from there. It just yeah. It's as, just been getting worse. As opposed to a more, vehicle, it's just become right, a feature. Right. The first yeah, one was yeah. like this is awful. This is so awful, but there's nothing I can do about it and it's just part of the way things are, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you know, it's a and then, it, yeah, anyways, so. Anyways. Well. Have you played any other games this week? <laughs> <laughs> the end. The Good night, end. everyone. <laughs> um, have I played any games? I've, I bought a lot of games when, just before the school year started. So I played GTA V. Um, I haven't played a ton of it. I started playing Dragon's Dogma. Oh, how is that? I always mix it up with Dark Souls. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like Dark Souls. It's not nearly as hard, and it's a little more, it's Capcom, so it's very Capcom-y, like, button mashy and, like, jumping around okay. and, like, cool sword moves and that sort of thing. Um, I don't really get it yet. I get the story and I get, like, the combat mechanics, but there's this system in place where you cr- you create a pawn, which are, like, your little minions, I guess, or your party, and they follow you around and they're computer-controlled, and you get to this point, you summon them from Waystones, and you go into, like, this area where you get to pick and choose, and if you're online, like other people's pawns come into the game, and only certain pawns are good for certain situations, I guess. And I just don't get it yet. Like I'm, 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 I'm like, <laughs> sorry, I, I like how you're like, I don't get it. I, well, you, I just, on, guys? I, I just don't know why. And I'm like, why would I choose somebody else's pawn instead of like making my own? And like, I don't understand. And like, why are there other pawns just walking around? And why can't I hire them? And like, I just don't quite understand. Sounds like a hot man. It's a, it's not. A, it's a fun game. It's tons of fun, and it's like there's this cool grab mechanic where you can like grab onto monsters and yeah. climb up them and like oh, stab cool. them in the head. And you're, ah, it's fun. Um, but that the pawn thing is like it just confuses me. And they were trying to explain it in the game, and I was like, I just I'm gonna go do homework. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like I'm done. Yeah, I can't. Um, and what else have I been playing? Uh, I think that's it. I think that's the only thing I've been playing. Yep, well, that's, that's, okay. that's plenty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, actually, oh. sorry. Uh, I I downloaded. Just kidding. Sorry, I downloaded Scott Scott Pilgrim vs. the World on my Xbox. I know, super old. Okay, <laughs> oh, super yeah. old. But I've been playing it with my roommates. That's fun. That's it's a fun. good multiplayer. Yeah, game. it's a good multiplayer yeah. game. The end. <laughs> James, um, what I've been playing. Well, I got to eighty in Guild Wars with Cameron and Phil, so Sweet. we dinged eighty. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but was it not like uh, last week or the week before his episode that yeah. you guys were level like 69 or 68 or something? Something like that. Yeah. yeah it's it's because we play. There's a. I was telling you guys before. Um, there's there's a world event going right now on right now called Clockwork Chaos. Well, Clockwork Chaos is over, but Scarlet Briar she's still causing havoc. And at the world event, you fight these mobs and you ding like three levels because <laughs> they're all champions. Brutal. Yeah. So, so it's like this world event and it's like everyone's just kind of like. Yeah, it's a bro wave. It's a bro wave. It's a Zerg bro wave fest and you just kill these things and then you ding three levels. <laughs> so it was so easy. Every time there was a Scarlet's event, we're like, okay, girl. Let's time go. To, come, time to, it up. Yeah, time to find Scarlet. <laughs> I remember you were t- you were talking about this because we went to uh, Mandarin Buffet <laughs> for the other day for uh, James's birthday. Um, but uh, you were talking about how like you would get so much loot from like oh my God. after the you you finish yeah. the the event yeah. <laughs> that your bags would like be too full. Oh, they were exploding. Yeah, that you'd have to be like dropping stuff <laughs> and like picking stuff up as you go but then you gotta yeah. keep going with the yeah, wave yeah yeah it was and then like <laughs> bitches would die and be like wanting a res but like you wouldn't res them you're like girl i can't res girl, you girl i gotta go i'm throwing shit out of my bag i need to go <laughs> and uh so that's the part that i was thinking it's like why have we not come up with a more effective inventory system for looting yeah um I don't know. I, I know part Fantasy, of it, it is happens automatically. I know part of it is that they can like sell you bag space as microtransactions, Ugh. but but it, it's now become the bottleneck. I think for many modern day MMOs is so, microtransactions. No, no, no. Like bottleneck, like like the bag. Oh, the inventory is yeah, now yeah, the yeah. bottleneck to yeah. having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Marvel um, heroes, oh, the yeah. online one. You get like you get a bank. It has like twenty slots. But you get gear like it's candy all over the yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. So what the fuck am I going to do with twenty slots in the bank? Like, oh, you can oh buy. but you can buy you can buy another slot for five dollars, <laughs> like for one slot, for like, one extra one slot. Yeah, so Sl- you, one slot for five dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, not like not like one inventory slot, but like oh. another another bag. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. I thought you meant like each like <laughs> one I was like, oh, sorry, yeah. like, like another. <laughs> Like another page yeah. of like another twenty slots yeah. is five dollars. So t- start turning tricks, just play yeah. Marvel heroes, Jesus. Yeah, so it's just like blowjob for a bag. Ridiculous. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, like this isn't a polka bank, okay? <laughs> I will pay for a polka bank. <laughs> polka bank is one hey, annual fee, and you get to store up to a thousand Pokemon. That's a different story altogether, girl. <laughs> you get to store a thousand Pokemon. <laughs> a thousand guys yeah. from like. All your Pokemans. <laughs> <laughs> and you can carry it to your next book. Greg has lost it. Anyways. <laughs> and we didn't have one yet, and I had to lose it. It was just now. Um, so aside from uh, Guild, Guild Wars. Wars, I've been, we'll talk about it. I've been playing Wonderful 101. and uh, Yes. Yes. And that's what I've been playing. Um, mm-hmm. So I haven't really been playing anything else, aside from the mobile games that I talked about. Um Shin Megami Tensei, um, I've kind of slowed down in playing that. Yep. I, got, I like hit a wall yep. and where it's just kind of like... I did too. It's like, well, where is this going? <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. I was like, why am I running around to- Tokyo again? Yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> you're, like you're running all over the place and like, I'm like, and there's these side missions, but then there's the main mission and I'm like, Sometimes JRPGs get like that. You're like, yeah. I actually forget what this game is yeah, about. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on in the game anymore. Like, you start out as, like, you need to become a samurai. And then you become a samurai. And you go and you 
hunt monsters and then stuff. I don't there's even... Like, there's, there's, there's a increase in monsters in this dungeon and then you have to figure out why and then you realize it's because they're coming from hell. Yeah, and then you have and to... Then, and then you go to... Um, hell or like the, what they call the unclean people yeah. where you find out that the unclean people in hell is just the world as it is today yeah it's just this modern day world. modern day world <laughs> but they're like in this high level world that's up in the sky and so now you have to find the demon what is it, what is it what's the person you're hunt, hunting i don't remember there's like this one person that you're trying to hunt and find and like it's just i don't know where it's going yeah like, i want to keep playing and then here's my other gripe with the game the game is either too easy or too hard. There's no... Yeah. Nothing yeah. in between. There's, there's, yeah. there's two difficulty levels. Yeah. So you put it on easy, everything's just, like, you can literally, like, one-shot everything. There's, like, one move that you can do, like, with like, your main character. It hits all the... Char- all the It's called Critical Wave, and it hits everything, and, like, everything dies. You just keep doing it. And then, to make matters worse, there's this um, app that you get... Like, so you can purchase apps that, like help you level. They're not microtransactions. You no. purchase them with in-game currency. Within the game, okay. and every time you level, you, you get coins. Right, whatever. Right. Anyway, one of the apps lets you restore MP as you walk. So you walk, you restore MP, you get attacked, you do the one move, it clears the wave. Okay, fine. Let's turn up the difficulty level. And then <laughs> it goes, like, completely left. It's like, oh, you've been, you, you got surprised, and then, like, they do, like, they have four turns, they, like, Sleep you, they poison you, and then like you're all everyone's dead. <laughs> like, how do we go from like A to B to one shotting to... to like I'm now dead? Yeah, cakewalk to torture porn. I don't understand. <laughs> so, like, that's my other yeah. gripe with the game. It's not like, like I want to play on the normal difficulty level, but I don't want to be dying the minute I get into the, the fight. Yeah, I agree. You know, so I've kind of stopped playing that, but anyway, um, Rayman. So me, James, um, another friend Phil, and uh, boyfriend Kyle, we played four-player Rayman, and then we played today. I played two. Um, today we played yeah. separately. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> I don't know if everyone listens to the Koopa Cub podcast, but I was called out. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was called out on the podcast. Because he's <laughs> for shady. shade. At, he's uh, shady Rayman. about it. Oh. So so Jeremy wanted. <laughs> Out, well, I was wondering why people were throwing shade at it, and you explained it and, to me. And, and then I explained why I threw shade at the game um, on, on Twitter. So to, to clarify... <laughs> PR to, statement. To clarify to everyone, I do like this game, and I it's a very good game, and it's very well done. Um, I, and if this game came out when it was supposed to, I think that it would have sold more um, than New Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. The game you can tell when you play it was built from the ground up for the Wii U. Yep. I mean, just playing those levels where you where you have to be Murphy, it's integrated the so cake well. Or the cookie batter or whatever it is. Yeah. 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 So like, there's one level where like you know you're playing with your friends and you have to kind of clear a path um, for them to go through, and you have to kind of like eating through cake with your finger on the touchpad and making a path, but you have to make the correct path. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can't just, like, clear the cake because, like, you'll make shit fall on them and stuff like that. You lava. Know? <laughs> yeah. So, For instance, <laughs> lava. Yeah. For example, lava. You know, and then, like, you know, it, just the way the touchpad is integrated, like, I, I would say that, you know, for the person playing with the touchpad, they're getting, like, 
more of an experience of the of the game. Yeah. Then you're not just running through the level. You're not just like, running yeah, through the level. Yeah. Like if you're playing the the person with the touchpad, you're really it's more difficult to do this shit on the touchpad than to actually just yeah. play the game as a as a platformer. We have to think about it, right? Like that the when we were doing the lava, we tried like four times. We're like, how do we do this? And there's so like you go halfway. Yeah, there's other levels too that are like you know different, and that's yeah. the other thing too. It's not just like. New Super Mario Brothers, where it's like, I'm just going to make blocks for you guys, and that's it. This one has, like, different types of levels where it's where you use Murphy in different ways. Um, so it's, it's just well done. Yeah, know? like and, the ones where you move the platforms and pull the levers mm-hmm. to open doors while everyone else is jumping. That's yeah. really cool. Very well done. Yeah. So yeah. I love the game. I think it's a great game. So why do I throw shade at it? Because of the way that Ubisoft canceled the game because oh it it wouldn't have sold well but i think it would have sold more wrong bitch yeah if it came out at launch yeah. or yeah. even february you know and and that's why i throw shade when at there it was drought across the board yeah. Yeah. yeah you know and and i and i think that was a, a very poor decision on ubisoft like especially now when there's like they launched with GTA Five like two weeks down the yeah. like who does that? <laughs> you know, even Wonderful One was like, why are you why are you releasing anything? Exactly, you know, yeah. it was just poor timing for them as well. I don't, and I I would love to see how much it's selling on PS3 and Xbox. Right. Well, we know in the I know in the UK that the Wii U version was selling the highest compared to yes, both other else, versions. Yeah. I would love to see what the numbers are here. I would love to see what the numbers are to see well, was it really worth it? You know, because I know it would have sold more. Like I would have bought it day yeah. one. It's like, is everybody with the PS3 and its 360 really clamoring out to buy the next Rayman platformer in September with GTA right. Five two weeks down? Yeah. It's like, no, no, they're not, <laughs> not really. But you know, if you if you um uh, ever have five people there to play this game, it's such a good game to play with people. Um, you know, there's there's challenge. It's challenging. Um, but not like challenging where it's like I just don't want to play because it's just like it, 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 right. you know those games that are just like challenging and it creates a wall where it's like I don't want to play. Anymore. See for me that's Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. But like, but I understand what you mean. Like it's just brutally challenging and it's like why am I putting myself through this? Yeah. But like this game, I feel it, it does a good job of like you know. Well, you want to try again. You yeah. want to try. You want to try yeah, again, yeah. and it. And the, and just in the way in which you try again, it's like oh you die and then like the the level just reloads and you, you just do it again. That's true. It's really quick. You know, there's like um, and I don't think there's a limit to how many lives you have, is there? No, there you isn't. Just keep going yeah, and going and going. going. Yeah. So it's like there's microtransactions. You buy lives. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what were what were your guys' thoughts on the game, uh, Greg? Go first. This was your first time playing. Yeah, I hadn't played before. I didn't really get what was going on at first. You're like, okay, now everybody pick a character. Now everybody run to the left. Now everybody run to the right. I was like, why? It didn't I help that we were like smacking <laughs> each other. <laughs> like, me. I'm like, why are you guys hitting me? Am I supposed to fight? Like, is that what's going on? And then it's suddenly, Fight Club. And then suddenly, <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, right. <laughs> we're, we're but then like suddenly we were chickens, and I was like, what's going on? Why did I pick a character if I'm a chicken the whole time? Why am I running one? Why are you eating cake? Like, I just didn't quite yeah. understand. What the hell is that green thing? Like, why am I this tall? Or why did I shrink? Yeah. Um, it was fun though. I had a blast doing it. I especially loved the mayhem of the music levels at the yes. end of each yeah. world. That was amazing. So fun. Yeah. And like kind of like cute in like just the way that all the bad guys like are singing along. It's with so them. cute. Yeah. It's so yeah. Cute. Like that's just such a fun aspect that they add to yeah. the end of uh, the, so there's like different worlds 
Oh. Um, you know, sort of like Mario World 1, World 2, whatever. And at the end of every, after the boss battle, um, which we tried the boss battles and some <laughs> they actually pretty challenging. <laughs> that dragon one, we kept on dying at that yeah. third stage over and over again. Yeah, yeah. pretty bad. But then after the after the boss battle is the music stage, and it's like just it's kind of like a, a bit runner, um, uh, constant runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Except it's uh, music based, which and is music based. Fun. And mm-hmm. what's also fun about it is like as you jump, like depending on the song, you know. Your jumps and your punches or whatever are based kind of on the music. On the the music. The beat yeah. or, it's timed yeah. so well in how they yeah. did the like. You just have to play it to see it. It's just so much fun. It's cute. Very. It's just so cute. I love it's it. It's a feedback sort of overload in that sense. Like every time you do something, there's immediate positive feedback if you do it right. Yeah. And yeah. that makes it really fun. And yeah. even if you don't do it right, there's still like the the game will progress. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It'll just keep going exactly. forward. Well, you will die. You can die. Oh, you, you can die. If you're playing by yourself and you fuck up. Oh, right. I guess I was die. playing with everybody else. Yeah. But and I also enjoyed that kind of like that communal. Uh, it, it was very Mario-esque in the way. The like couch play. Yeah. I like that couch play. But, you know, uh, you, you can't get. I know I kept saying. What did I say to James? I'm like, you're filling this. You're being Phil right now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A Phil right now. Our buddy Phil will do anything in his power to fuck everyone else over in the game. When well, what's fun about this game, yeah. <laughs> actually. Um, if you're the person with the touchpad, so in the cases like where someone is trying to, um, you know, be destructive or uh, yeah. manipulative, the person with the touchpad on some levels can like punish them, <laughs> punish them, kill them. Yes. Like, so we were playing one one <laughs> yeah, of the levels yeah. where like you have to move platforms and stuff, mm-hmm. and Phil was like trying to Being run a ahead. Dick. Yeah. So I like moved the platform so he <laughs> could jump on it and he died. So that, would have, so that allowed the other people to catch up and they progressed at a normal rate. I was like, okay, Phil, you're going too fast. I moved the platform out of the way. He died. And then Amazing. I did, and then a, I didn't pop referee, his bubble. There's a referee. Yeah. 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 So I didn't – and the person on the touchpad can always pop the bubble to get the person to come That's back. cool. It's such a well-thought-out, like, communal game. It's, 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 it's just – it's very conducive to a positive experience. It, it really is. I, I love the game. It fosters, yeah. like, a lot of cooperation. I mean, there are lots of co-op games, right? But it just – it's very – yeah. I don't know. It's, I like that. It would be like interesting co-op. to see how um, Super Mario 3D World – um, handles, handles the co-op play because yeah. from what I played, um, it was a bit frustrating when somebody runs ahead because you just turn into a bubble and you're just pushed across the screen. Yeah, right. So that was very frustrating, and because Toad, so each character has like a, a, a la Mario Brothers too. Yeah, yeah, has an ability that you know, you know, Luigi can jump higher. Toad is he can run faster, right? Ugh. So Toad is perpetually running ahead of the screen Mm -hmm. you know and if you're mario you're kind of chubby and you're lagging behind (laughs) right god mario peach is actually the slowest sorry i should i should but she can fly but she can she can fly but she flies really slow (laughs) so you know it's just i I would love to see how they do that and like what they do with the person playing with the gamepad yeah i haven't seen you can like reveal hidden coins and stuff like that So the same thing with like super mario it's kind of close so that's what. See, but that's, you know what? They're, they haven't said that much about that game yet. They haven't. So, yeah. But, so I want to see. But if it is something like New Super Mario Brothers, where it's like, oh, you can put blocks or yeah. just like, I want to see. That's kind of generic. Yeah. It is now. This, this game has really, oddly Rated enough, ass. being a non-exclusive, it set the bar really high for Wii U. It has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has shown what is capable with this controller, which Nintendo hasn't been able the, the, to do I, themselves. I mean, that's the irony of this whole thing. Right? Yeah. It's a kick-ass game, like, and it sets the bar on the Wii U, but it, for and some then reason, it, was it delayed. got delayed by a million yeah. months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then yeah, yeah. Nintendo themselves isn't even 
They're not even doing they're as They're not well. using their tech like like Ubisoft did, you know? Mm-hmm. Zombie U is another example yeah, of they, how they use the good. tech for the, the tablet better than Nintendo but did. Wasn't in that any a terrible game though, Zombie U? It was hard. Yeah. Oh. But in in the way they used the the tablet. Right. Like inventory management was done really well. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, the sort of the communications that went on with this random stranger that was telling you how to break free. Like that, it was all done really well. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it, Ubisoft is doing great things with it. It's just sad to see other priorities take over. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 like right. even money. Even watchdogs on the gamepad is gonna be really awesome. Yeah. Because it's all about using like a mobile phone. And everything you, know, you just do on the, on the I phone. have to look so up this watchdog game because I've heard of it and yeah. I haven't. I don't know. It's about hacking, it. right? But then, like the gamepad becomes the phone, so you can always do like the hacking on the phone. It's right, cool. Right. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, and so then also we played Wonderful One Hundred One. <laughs> Wonderful One Hundred One. Um, so I had everyone over before we did the podcast, and then we were trying the mission modes, which can have up to five players. Um, so myself <laughs> and James have played the game before. Yeah. I've played through the demo, and you bought the game, so you've been playing it, yeah. James. Um, Cameron and Greg had n- never played the game before. <laughs> so give us your impressions of like playing the game for the first time, never never having really known anything about Wonderful 101. I didn't know anything it. about I thought it was like a platformer. I thought it was like I liked the idea that there were – it was kind of like you know the Power Rangers idea, and there were a whole bunch of different characters. I didn't – realize that you were controlling like a whole pile of people at once i had no fucking idea what was going (laughs) on in this game i had no idea there were like rainbows coming out of my ass (laughs) i was drawing lines with people with my left stick i was like something that was a sword and suddenly everybody is dead on the screen like i had it was fun Question mark? Big question mark. But I had literally no fucking idea. I got the hang of it eventually, where I was like, I felt like I could contribute to battles. Mm-hmm. But at first, I was like, why is there a red line? Yeah. Why don't? Why is that there? And why do suddenly I have a giant fist? Yeah. Crimson, crimson fist. Crimson fist. And I will which say, is a medical emergency. <laughs> I will say this too: um, playing the single player mode, the game does a very Poor job, in my opinion, of telling you what to do. Yep. Yeah, it kind of just throws you out there, and it's like that's a figure it out, Nancy Drew. Like that's a pla- that's a platinum thing. Playing Bayonetta for the first time, I was yeah. also like, I have no idea what the fuck I am doing. Yeah, but yeah. No, I I get why they do it. That's how games used to be, though, right? And y- yes, and and it's kind of with the way the missions are are like performance based. Um, you know, gold, platinum, silver, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yep. It gives you that replayability if they kind of don't tell you what to do. Yes. Because yeah. you just kind of like leave you there, let you figure it out, and then you get bronze, and you're like, oh, shit, well, now I know what to do. I could totally do that so much better. Right. So now you go replay yeah. it again. So it kind of gives you a replay value. At the same time, it's a double-edged sword because if you are not understanding of what you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. yeah. You're kinda... It's chaos. Yeah, it's, it's a very chaotic game. Like that, the one where we're on that spaceship or UFO, or whatever, and the lasers are like coming out. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, that yeah. above me? Is it below? Am I supposed to jump? Who are all these other people? Yeah. Where's yeah. my mom? Random like, spawns. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where's my mom? <laughs> um, I will say this about the game. So when you play mission mode, sorry, when you play uh, story mode, mm-hmm. there's this one morph. Uh, that you can buy from the store called Unite Guts, mm-hmm. and it turns you into an on- anvil to protect from attacks. Yes. Right. You can play that whole game without buying that attack. 
your life will be hell. Yeah. So make sure you buy that. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's, it's essential. It's, it's essential. Like I was playing once and I was like, why am I getting consolation prizes? Because I was getting run over by this fucking tank thing. Yeah. And then I was watching YouTube and I was like, oh, you need to buy that. And then when the tank runs into you, it flips over and then you can just whack away at it. But oh. it, they don't tell you you have to buy it. In the demo, know. they just give it to they you. They just give it to you. Yes, but in this they, one, you have to buy you it. You have to buy it and they don't tell you. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, when you have the demo, it just ha- you know it gives you all the things. Yeah. But so there's stuff like that. It really yep. is about piecing it together for yourself. And I th- it is Platinum's philosophy that you are supposed to Figure piece it, it together for yourself. And if you do well, you get a Platinum Platinum is the, is the production company. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, the developer. Or yeah. the developer, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, interesting. I, I, th- I thought it was, a, it was fun, but it was absolute mayhem. And I don't think it's not a game that you really need to think really hard about. It's a game that just you jump in and go fucking yeah. crazy. You know what? And, and playing the mission modes, it it had a very arcade feel. Like playing like, you know... The X-Men games and that sort of yeah, thing. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like Ninja Turtles or whatever. Like, yep. it was very, like, you know, pop your 25 cents in and start playing. And, of course, those games never told you, like, what <laughs> yeah, to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just played until you died, and then you eventually figured it out, and then you just kept you played more, again, yeah. and you got a little bit farther. You played 25 cents, and you keep going a little bit further. It had that very similar feel, playing the mission modes, where it was like... Yeah, just go play and figure it out, and then you know it's gonna yeah. get challenging, and then it'll make you want to keep playing to progress yeah. further. Um, and then the you know the action and it being like chaotic yeah. and like stuff and happening, super over the top, you know. Yes, had a very arcade feel, which I think is something that's missing that's a strange. lot in in some games. Mm-hmm. That because you know arcades are pretty much a dead thing. Yeah, yeah. at least here in Canada, <laughs> they're pretty much dead everywhere except in Asia. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. to kind of like well, in case like listeners don't really know what it's about, I guess it's it's kind of like a uh, it's it's very reminiscent of a beat 'em up, like a, those side scrolling beat 'em ups. Um, it's three dimensional, obviously, um, but with a weird twist where you're controlling. Basically, an army of Power Rangers uh, are at your disposal, and and you're, I guess, using them to to create like power, more powered up weapons. So yeah, like, like, giant weapons. Yeah. yeah. So you, what you, okay, if you're playing with a gamepad, you draw certain shapes. So you draw a straight line, you make a sword. You draw yeah. A circle, you make a fist. You draw like a squiggly line, you make a whip. Um, right angle, you make a gun. So you have to know all these things. Right. Um, if you're playing multiplayer in the mission mode, you draw those things with the right thumbstick. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so basically what it does is it, depending on how many little people you have in your little army. How many you recruit. Yeah. Um, you can make the shapes bigger. You can draw your sword longer. So it becomes more powerful. Yeah. Um, and that's where the whole... 101 yeah. comes from, yeah. You're the, you're you're the, the 101st right. hero. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's where that idea comes from. Um, it's, a very, it's a very fun game. Um, I think it would be a really good as a TV series. Oh, it totally oh, like make a cartoon. great cartoon series. Oh, my God. It's totally if it cartoon. became like a whole franchise, yes. toys, cartoons, I'm, movies, it would be I am control. really hoping that they don't take this is the very first game. I'm hoping that they're not just going to look at the sales of the of the first game and be like, "We're never going to touch this again." Because I, uh, from my understanding, it's not selling. Oh, sale, well. the sales are shit. Like it's not yeah. selling well. You yeah. know, it's definitely not really? what Nintendo had hoped for. No. Right. Um, Actually, I don't know. 
because they didn't really try to market it. I think they just accepted that it wasn't. Going it's not to like sell. an intensely amazing game though. Like it's not revolution. It's interesting and it's fun, right? But I wouldn't give it like a nine out of ten. No. I would, I'd no. give it like a seven point five. Has, it has like its roadblocks in the controls, the, the camera, camera issues. Yeah. But these are things you can refine in the second iteration, right? Yeah. So this is why I don't want them to just like look at this and be like, mm, reviewers didn't like it and it didn't sell well. Let's not make it again. No, I want them because it's fun. Yeah, it I is want fun. them to go back to the drawing board, listen to what people are saying is wrong with it yeah. and improve on it you know yeah. and 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 with unfortunately sometimes with how games are made today with production values being so high in some cases you can't really afford to you make don't get that. a second chance you yeah. don't get a second chance you make that one game it's a bomb that's it yeah now nintendo we know has the money to really back this yep. so let's hope that they take them you know the feedback and say okay we want you to make another wonderful 101. We'll give you the money to make this game. We'll publish it, but we need you to improve this, this, we need this, you to and this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, that's how Bayonetta two is getting made. Yeah. Nintendo's coming in, <laughs> giving the money, and say, okay, you this know, make it better. Make yeah, it better. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm hoping that happens. I hope this becomes a franchise. I want it. I want to see um, Wonder Red or Wonder whoever in Smash Brothers. Five. That'd be really cool. If you ran around with a little army and you could make giant weapons. Yeah. That'd I be really cool. I want to see them in the next Smash Brothers. That'd be really Obviously cool. Obviously, they're not going to be in this upcoming. Well, you maybe, don't know. You don't maybe, know. Maybe. Maybe in, the, in this upcoming one. You never know. I'm maybe. still hoping Bayonetta and, oh my and, God. and one of the Wonder people are in the new Smash Brothers. That would Brothers. actually be really that cool, would, yeah. You know Bayonetta in Smash Brothers? So funny. <laughs> but she would be such a good fit in because she's so fucking over the top yeah, yeah. she's so With all the attacks that she has like she yeah. would fit very well in the smash yeah. Brothers and, and her and her final smash she does the like the hair thing where she like does her final <laughs> hair attack yeah and all the hair comes off her body like it'd be so awesome i know so i think <laughs> yeah. that you know i just hope that nintendo really doesn't just miss out on this opportunity yeah. to make this into another growing franchise and especially because this is being developed by you know another developer it's not you know in-house, yeah. th- which is something that they struggle with, you yeah. know, because they have all these IPs that they have, but not necessarily the manpower to yep. to build right. upon all of So them. why not build an IP with someone else who's dedicated to making exactly. just that? Because, yeah. like, people are mad about, you know, when's Star Fox? When's F-Zero Even, like, out? Metroid. People Metroid. are already like, where's Metroid? Hurry yeah. Up. No, really. Because Other M didn't count, which I loved, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played a Metroid game in a really I long time, to be honest. I don't know why everyone hated them. I, I I don't hate them. I just I I've never I haven't owned a Nintendo system since my DS, like the first iteration of the DS. You're missing out, girl. I know clearly. You're missing out on this like whole DS Lite 3DS era. That yep. that era is huge. Yeah. Huge. Yep. You need to get. Um, well, me and my friend Ming have been talking about getting DSs so we can play Pokemon too. Yes, so everybody must get a 3DS to play so, Pokemon. So we Cameron, want Pokemon. We finally pushed Cameron over the hill. Yes, and he now got a 3DS. He actually got Michael's 3DS. I wish I'm pissed by the way because Michael mentioned it to me first, and I guess I just didn't follow up fast Free enough. Free market, you, bitches! <laughs> yeah, right. You snooze, you might Every fucking man for himself, apparently. Yeah. So now uh, Cameron has a 3DS. Um, that means. Four of us are going to have Pokemon. You don't want to be the only bitch on the Pokemon episode who doesn't <laughs> yeah, have Pokemon. Where I'm like, I wish I had a Mankey. So, <laughs> Mankey? I don't know. It's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> so, Greg. I made. Pokemon is coming out in two weeks. You have two weeks to get a 3DS. I'm not made of money. 
You have two weeks to get a 3DS. You know what? You can get a 2DS. You can get a 2DS. You can get like a little five-year-old 2DS. But yeah, so... Can I run it on just a regular DS though? Aren't the cartridges the same size? No. No. Oh, they're not? No. Well... See, this is how disconnected I am with the Nintendo products. They have like a little nub. No. It's different. No. Brutal. Um, but yeah, so that concludes our episode yeah. for this week. Uh, See, it wasn't episode. wasn't short at all. No, uh, we it's because well, we we had a GTA sort of. Yeah, that that was totally not on the notes. In fact, I didn't. We didn't have an outline for today's episode. <laughs> you guys couldn't tell we had no outline. <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of winged it and just kind of just went with the flow because yeah. we were oh Jesus. Hey, but we talked about really interesting things. I thought this was really like I enjoyed our GTA conversation. Yeah, Greg gives it five out of five stars. Five out of five gray spaces. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, we are definitely going to be having some uh, uh, a big Pokemon episode coming up. We're, we're just going to pretty much talk about Pokemon for oh, the shit. entire episode. So, Greg, I don't want you to feel left out. Yeah, but I can still contribute. I remember the 151 right. original. We're going to be talking about X and Y. We might not have anything to contribute. Michael and I want to do can't some. Sit with us. <laughs> <laughs> you can't sit with us. Michael and I want to do some epic sound editing for that Pokemon episode, like. It's I'm into it. Different intro music, different exit music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy it's, shit. It's gonna be it's gonna be epic. We're super excited. And um we're I was trying to find somewhere that has a midnight release uh, yeah. launch or whatever, but I I think they'll announce oh it like God, a week we before. Do, like live from a midnight launch. Girl, girl. Oh, we're on it, right? <laughs> we're on it. We'll yeah. we'll edit that out. <laughs> Anyways, we're excited for our big Pokemon episode coming up in the next couple of weeks, um, and we hope that you enjoy it as well as much as we are. Um, before we close out the show, of course, we always give our shout-outs to our sisterhood of the indie traveling podcast. <laughs> I think I mess up that You hashtag. mess it up everywhere. It's hashtag sisterhood of the gamer indie podcast. Oh, That's sorry. really long. That's, That's awesome. the point. That's the point. Of our hashtags. Do, have we had any new? They're long and ridiculous. <laughs> Besides that hashtag, do we have we had any others? No, no, no. We got off the PS Vita hashtag thing. So yeah. we can we can start again later. We'll, we'll start another one. But um, so of course, shout out to Koopa Club. Woo, Koopa um, bitches. So this week they're doing um, uh, an in depth discussion on Wonderful One Hundred and One. So if you want to hear more about it, you should definitely listen to their podcast. About Wonderful 101, because they're going to be, I think that's all, all they're talking about for this week's so, mm-hmm. uh, Fun. Uh, episode for them. Um, and uh, Game Buoy, that's GameBuoy.org. <laughs> GameBuoy.org. GameBuoy.org. Yeah. <laughs> you have to say it twice. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, listen to, the, uh, check them out. Uh, they're, I just love listening to the two of them. I love listening to Game Buoy. Like, they work so well together. So well together. Like and it just the two of them and they're I just love listening to the both of you guys. Love you I'm guys. I'm the worst. I haven't listened you to them yet. Sorry to guys. I know I should instead of playing fucking Candy Crush on the subway, I should be listening to all the podcasts I'm behind on. I should do both. Yeah, I do I, I guess I, I could do both. Yeah. I listen to a podcast on the subway and then I go to the gym and that's when I also listen to podcasts. Um I've been going to the gym a lot lately. Now we're just telling people our calendars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Here's and my life. Tuesday night, I um, go to Steamworks. Oh, <laughs> girl. girl. Don't listen to a podcast there. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, uh, to Orange Lounge Radio and uh, 
Loki uh, group over there, Rob Roberts, Dark Sakura, and, and Loki. They are super fun. I, they are also really fun. I love listening to their podcast. I love our little like podcast community. That yeah, we've been, the like, sisterhood. Yeah, <laughs> like adopted into. It makes me feel warm and super fuzzy. fun. Um, they but they're they they're uh their um uh podcast is done live um every Sunday at uh, six o'clock. Oh, so they're like internet radio. They're internet radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's done, and then it's podcast so podcast or whatever. Yep. Yeah. So they're yes, syndicated. I guess it kind of is like Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. <laughs> syndicated in nine different countries. They're syndicated like The View. <laughs> um, oh, but uh, yeah, they're uh, six uh, six o'clock. Uh, Pacific time, nine o'clock Eastern time. So if you ever want to listen to them, and they have a live chat room where you can interact with them, um, and then they take oh, live, they take live calls. They uh, okay, but they've been around. They're like the they, longest. Yeah, standing. they've been around for a long time. Like they're part of a whole. Like they were internet radio. Yeah, whereas wanna... everyone else came in during the podcast age. Uh, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, their theirs is very very interactive. Um, you can call in with questions and stuff because they do like a. Uh, a portion where they take calls from people on Skype, right. and then they have like a, a mailbag where people comment or a Google question of the week. Cool, which is uh, Facebook and Google Plus. Google, so that's Google. Yeah. It's super fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and last but not least, Game Bar. Um, totally love you guys as well. Super awesome. Super. You have to listen super to awesome. everyone because it's. Gay people and video games, but yeah, no, I support all your indie podcasters because you know we're doing, we're we're we we only do this just because we enjoy it, and we just do it to. It's an outlet. It's an outlet. We do it because that's what we love. Follow us too, because we perpetuate these conversations individually on our own Twitter accounts. Yeah, so we are active on Twitter. I'm usually always posting on there. Yeah. Hmm? Nothing. Oh, <laughs> um, and I, so I post a lot on there, and then on Facebook, we don't have much interaction on Facebook, unfortunately. But we'd love you for you guys to post on Facebook. Yeah, because no one posts on our Facebook. I know. I, I'm, I'm posting things on there, but that's because we have like three people that watch our Facebook. No, we have more than that. We have more like forty likes. Forty. I, or I get the email every week that says you have reached these many people. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, girl, that cupcake we know, is melting. I know. There's a cupcake here that uh, Cameron made for everyone. Where'd they go? Are they done? I didn't even get one. No, there's one left. There. Oh, sweet, that one's mine. We've also anyway. been wrapping up for Dibs. fifteen <laughs> minutes. <Yeah. laughs> All right, wrapping it up, wrapping it up, wrapping it up. Anyway, so yeah, reach us on Twitter, reach us on uh, Facebook. Um, World Wide Web. And of course, you can always um, email us or reach out to us on our website. We're on Reddit. Yeah. And we're always on Reddit um, when we post our uh, our links on there. Um, and, and rate us on iTunes if possible. Yep. We would really much appreciate it very much. Go team. Yep. That's the end of this week's episode. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Wait. <laughs>do a blooper let's do it it'll be funny what, what is that ready a blooper for what what are you gonna do ready just it'll be funny are you still recording yeah
Oh, Jesus. Because this whole thing's actually going to go as a blooper now. And yeah. <laughs> the fact that he's planning a blooper. This is like stand-up without the preparation. I'm recording a podcast. It's a grinder moment, guys. I don't know. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> at the end, if it was Bye. like, Bye! Bye.